everybody. Today we're talking about man and woman's best friend. It's all about the fun, furry, finned, fuzzy, scaly best friends that you've ever had. Tonight on Fly Casual, we're talking about pets. So sit back, relax, and give somebody a nice scritch behind the ears for another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! Can't do it. No, I'm gonna say I right out, it. right out of the bat. Do it. Right out of the bat, we're not letting Garrick tell any sad pet stories. We're, that's <laughs> not. <laughs> He's like a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a good girl. Still He's in the a big sweetie. Aww. You know, we're walking in from outside just now. The uh, uh, the three of us who are local present walking in from outside. They, uh, call and us we're the talking about we're talking about the podcast. We're getting ready to record, and I said the word dog in a sentence. That alone. My Jack Russell came running around the corner and parked her ass at the end of the hallway and looked up like, yeah, what's up? Did you guys what need up? me? I'm here. Right here. I'm right here. I'm I mean, dog. What's I'm your on? best friend. You going to give me what? one of those what? treats that you made? You going to give me one of those homemade treats? Because I'm going to give me a piece of ice so I can chew on it? Treats. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went and filled up my water. And as soon as the ice maker rings out, that dog is at my ankles looking at me like, you, we, we're still loving each other, right? We still love each other. We're still in this. You got my 110%. back. You got my back. Come on. <laughs> yeah, she didn't care about her teeth. I could throw an ice cube across the room, and she's like, <laughs> just right down her throat. She's all over that, all over that. We're talking about pets tonight, y'all. We're talking oh, about boys. the lovable, the delightful, and the sometimes devious little shiztastic pets on Fly Casual Night. I'm your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson, over there on my left, Mike. Hello, Mike. How's it going, Mike? I'm good. How about you, brother man? I'm doing okay. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm not climbing the walls too much <laughs> here in the old the old quarantine roo. Uh, it is the second podcast of the night. I'm mm-hmm. uh, a well-oiled machine at this point. Well-lubricated. <laughs> Well-lubricated. <laughs> You're in Corey's kitchen Ready now. Ready to go. Oil, yeah, but- right up in my kitchen, buddy. <laughs> right where I want you. <laughs> Swimming around. Yep. Ready for some podcasting. That's right. That's right. And over there, That's at master, the, kids say. the podcasting master control is Mr. Stephen J. Howard. <clears throat> now, Garrick, how would you know what the kids say? Damn. Um, because I'm hip, dude. He's hip. He's with it. I'm down with the kids. He's down with the sickness, man. Why haven't we done? I play a lot of online games. I know all the lingo, Howie. You know what? If I had to say why we haven't, so I'm not that I'm against it. But if I had to say why we hadn't done it, it's because when that movie came out, when those movies came out, it was like too much of a cultural saturation. It's almost like, why talk about Austin Powers? We've all been there. Everybody's been there. You know Austin Powers, bitch. That's not a good argument. Yeah. When are they going to reboot that? <laughs> <laughs> Mike Myers will have to die first. Is it worth oh, rebooting? <laughs> yeah. Those are funny-ass movies, I man. love them movies. But, but I'll be honest with you. I'd rather them stand on their own. If Mike Myers didn't want to hide in a basement 24-7, I'd be willing to entertain a an additional <laughs> I Austin would entertain Powers. that, oh, um, yes. Yeah. Because I still think Mike Myers is hey. a funny guy. Some of his later there projects. There were some rumors the last few years about Harrison that. Harrison Ford's but, doing it. Yeah. Why can't He's Mike doing Myers. Austin Powers? Fucking Harrison. <laughs> Harrison Ford. <laughs> Bringing back all his old characters. Do I make you horny, yeah, baby? <laughs> yeah. Who's this weird British guy with the bad teeth? Go fly with me. Michael Caine's my dad. 
That's how that. My that's guy. what he said. That's exactly what he that's said. Exactly what he said. Modulating the volume of my. He went from really quiet to subtly less quiet. I don't know if the gag is going to land. Oh my! Just more growly, really. Did you guys know he was in Rise of Skywalker? By the way, yeah. Where the fact that he made a he made a he made an appearance. I I was surprised. Yeah, the part where he played Han Solo and he was standing (laughs) right there, center screen. (laughs) Oh yeah, you could could barely see him. (laughs) Just a fleeting moment. Yeah, you have to pause it. You have to play the movie back. It's only one frame. Actually, dirty little single frame advance. Dirty little secret might have been the best part of the film. Just saying. It was definitely the most <laughs> it was a highlight part of it. It was a highlight. So I still like that film, by the way. Anyhow, just we're gonna, saying. We're going to get on with it because this is an open-ended subject that could potentially go on forever. <laughs> Would and you say oh, the last whoa. couple episodes, Howie has been cognizant <laughs> to remind He's me like, of my responsibility when it takes me 18 hours to uh, <laughs> render, render a two and a half hour podcast. It takes you 18 hours or takes your computer while you're watching Damn. shows. Well, when I have misses. to redo it to make sure, was that <laughs> yeah, really two and a half hours? <laughs> I better listen to like, wait a minute. We don't want to get any out takes <laughs> yeah did anybody say anything explicitly racist <laughs> i should listen just completely to be sure. racist yeah yeah well that's fine <laughs> just not explicit just not anyway explicit. speaking of explicit it's time for what's up your docket hole oh ouch what's in your Yay. kitchen <laughs> what's in your kitchen now we've renamed the uh, segment <laughs> Yep, that's right. Sodomy is now called In the Kitchen. <laughs> in the Kitchen. All right. Uh, All right, me first. Uh, I actually forgot mine. Howie first. Well, good, because that was the order. <laughs> it should be me. Wow. Okay, Howie. It was Garrick, then you, then Mike. Oh, I remembered mine. Yeah. Me first. No, Howie first. <laughs> if you have. No, Mike went first last time. Uh, I did. Mine. I should go first again, but I'll give up my position for Howie. I. Oh, that's nice. I know, right? Guys, get a room. Get a, get a kitchen. Yeah, why don't you guys go into each other's yeah, kitchen? I just got a new refrigerator. At the same that. time. Me too. You That's had a new refrigerator. refrigerator. Why'd you have to get a new baby. one? Yeah, why'd you get a new refrigerator? Oh, don't get start. A, get don't get me started on the refrigerator. Yeah, but you had that. I'm, How I'm long ago up. was this I'm new sh- refrigerator I'm trying, to just, I'm trying to do an innuendo, and you guys are taking me seriously. Oh, I got really. I don't know how to get out of it. I just bought a new refrigerator, and I intentionally got a similar one to Garrick's, so I was really concerned. Drink up. I don't know what to do. You guys are cornered me in a failing bit. Bail out! Bail out! Someone ring the bell. Eject! Eject! Hey, Howie. Oh yeah. Docker us right up. Uh, I, uh, started in on season three of Westworld. Oh, you're one of, you're one of really? Yes. I call it breaking robots. Is there any more, uh, James Marsden in it? No. Not yet. Cyclops? yet. Because he was kind of the highlight of the show for me, so. I think I'm three episodes in. I don't think I've watched the fourth one yet. I mean, they're obviously, they're long as... Westworld tends to to do long and prodding. Oh, I couldn't yeah. get through season two, man. I like watch well, one out. Two. Well, I got more than that, but ugh. it's I faster would, paced for sure. I would Thank say, God. yeah, I would say, you know, the obviously season one had its the major, season one was it, brilliant. It, to yes. Me. And then they tried, I think they tried to recapture that, but <laughs> failed did. miserably in season 
Well, two. I think they felt like, and, and honest to God, I totally understand this. That by thinking that like, all right, we can go in a completely different genre that has nothing to do with the title or theme of the show. Well, okay, I shouldn't say it had nothing to do with the theme. Nothing to do with the title of the show and what you the genre that it's been. And if we commit to it as well and as thoroughly as we did the West genre, it'll work. <clears throat> so they did the Far East thing, like the Shogun thing. Right. And I I don't know if it's the fact that I just, I don't get really that into that stuff as much, which is true. Or if there was something wrong. I really don't know. But it was I- It's like I, one episode. No, it was- it was Maybe a, two. And it, was, it was two Maybe and two. a half-ish. And- mm. Mm. It was so bad, mm. so uninteresting that, that I just wanted nothing more to do with it. I love how when we talk about season two of Westworld, Corey focuses on that small. Yeah. No, there was all. It was nothing that, was in Westworld. That's where it, it lost, was all in the That's where it lost world. me because it was it. It committed it so did. hard. It's true. That's where it lost. I guess for me, and this 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 arguably is just a complete ignorance and misfire on my part. Is that. When they did the West thing, I didn't look at it as they were committing to the Western genre as much as they were committing to the romanticism of the West. But when they commit to and and, and the more I say it, the more I think it is my own issues, right? I'm convinced when they commit to the Eastern genre, I just feel like, oh, they're just it's just East like a certain subgenre of Eastern films that I'm well, not it's, interested it's in. It's basically the the Western of the East was the samurai. You know, yeah, I mean, it would be the same. Yeah, Yeah. you're not wrong. It's like if, like, someone from, like, it was a worldwide organization. So if someone from, like, Japan or something was like, I don't know about Old West, but hey, we got samurai. That's cool. Yeah. Because, you know, we're all infatuated with our Old West Americana. So, you know. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's both ways. That's kind of the thing. It's like, well, it makes sense. What they did makes perfect sense it's just they committed to it so thoroughly that as someone who has no very little interest in that strictly for its own merits i was not even remotely interested i almost felt for me um i still enjoyed season two to some degree but uh it i think they i don't want to say double down but it felt like they started going a little too more too far into the whiplashing of not really you're not really sure the timeline of scene yeah. to scene and you don't know yeah season one to built get. toward a reveal where you went yeah. oh i see and you yeah. were kind of already yeah. getting trappings of it yeah season two made you go i don't i legitimately don't understand what the f's going on i feel like we were past this <laughs> yeah right. season one yeah you're right you didn't know you were in two different timelines you, yeah you unless felt, you're like super you, smart until you, you got to like a certain point and they're like oh okay i think yeah okay. i think er, like maybe three or four episodes into season one you start to go Wait, something's going on. Well, because that guy doesn't have any idea what he's talking about from this other made, thing I saw. I think that's what made season one brilliant. Yeah, because they did. You had to figure it did, out, and they did a really good job of it. Yeah. I was going to say became, I never felt lost in season one. No, you felt like you were being led to water. Yes, yeah. Season yeah. two, there was, I, were certain it, points you're like that in the timeline. Was, this doesn't make sense. But but I did, trust. They did, yeah, they did it so well that you trust that. Actually, I remember the episode. The, what's the first episode they had that had the man in black as the young guy in the season when one? And like, he didn't like know that. Four episode. episodes in or whatever. I felt at the at the end of that episode. I remember discussing this with you, Howie. I believe. I'm sure. And I remember going, "Okay, I get that everything is completely jacked, and my I've got to redefine my perceptions of what was there before." But I'm confident 
that they know what they're doing and I'm comfortable with not knowing. And man, that's a fine line to walk. Mm -hmm. It's for any show. And I don't think they did near as well. In the yeah. Second season. season two felt more like, okay, <sighs> I don't know where the hell so we're going two, and I don't even know so that I care. <laughs> season two was more like, uh, oh damn it. What did we just watch? Um, Clue. The, the video. No, the video game movie. Our, Video game Scorpion's TV show. Revenge. Mortal no. Kombat Scorpion's Revenge. No, no, no. Pixel. <laughs> Pixels. D Doom. <laughs> Doom. Oh, Mortal man. Kombat Annihilation. Halo. Witcher. Witcher. Oh, the Witcher oh. series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Witcher series is. Witcher. I Very guilty of this, but thankfully I, it resolved had it earlier. I not known yeah. from you guys prior to watching that that yeah. I was in two timelines. Yeah. I would have been lost as fuck. For at least four episodes. Yeah. Because that's where it makes right. it obvious. Yeah. We're like, oh, Whereas, young guy with the name that's an old guy. A but see, ago. but see, to me, that that's a failure. Even though I like The Witcher. Oh, yeah. That was a failure oh, because sure. I'm like, if, if I had not known, I would have been like, oh, God, I got to go back and rewatch like the first three episodes yeah. to like really. The Witcher failed to make this. you know you were being set up and it failed to actually make you go, oh, aha. Like right. there was never an aha moment. It was just kind of, wait. What? It, even like we did, you and I both knew going in that there was a right. thing. It was kind of like, okay. okay. But I, mean, I just remember Westworld season one. It was Westworld season one did the, the same thing, it, yeah. but yes, it did it in a way that I didn't feel like I had to go back and rewatch no, or catch it, up. It or, made you go, oh, like, there is oh. more afoot. Right. Click, 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 click. Where yeah. for some reason, season two seemed to be intentionally trying to lead me astray. Like, well, season yeah. two felt like it was trying to buck me off what I was already comfortable being on. Mm -hmm. I think maybe that's part of the problem. Well, yeah. And, and, <clears throat> To, to to that end, with season three, um, I I have yet to know if if we're still on that kind of a train or not. Um, See, that's I, I feel like but, you can't but, milk that same thing every season, can you? Well, they they well, tried. I mean, in an episode, but then it was resolved in that same episode, right? Like, okay, you're and like, so, oh, what's going on? This doesn't make sense. So, and like, oh, okay, yeah, so that's not as bad. But you're approaching. Mm. You're approaching Walking Dead territory. But the problem is we've much. got, I think, what's three splinters right now uh, of storylines? Shit's going to get infected. Yeah. I know. And, and that's they where... They kind of overlap, kind of. Yeah. And, and so you're you're not sure if the three yeah. are, you know, that's a good, simultaneously yeah. going or if they're three completely different. That, that's yeah. a really good point because I, the more now that you say that, I remember thinking that at the beginning of season two, we're going where I was going. Okay, clearly I'm not looking at something that's 50 years apart. I think I'm looking at stuff that's like a couple days apart, and that was disconcerting to me because I felt like they were playing too fast and loose. So with trying to do the same thing yeah. thematically, but without the real dramatic hooks. That being said. I'm enjoying season three a lot more than I did season two. Oh, that's good. To so hear. far. That's good to hear. But you've yeah, been a defender of season two, but, but that's with, good to hear. with this, with this show, you still don't know until you reach towards the end. If, yeah. If, if what you're feeling is, is adequate. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> so, I get the fact that they want to do the same thing that they did, but I also feel like, you know, it's okay to be brave and find other ways to do quality writing without, Trying to reinvent the same kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I mean, season one stands on its own. It's oh, Lord. brilliant piece of work. I, I'll talk. I'll talk yeah. season one up till I'm blue in the face. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think the only thing I, I, 
I don't know how you guys would respond to this. I think the worst part of Westworld is the complete just unabandonment of nudity. Just oh, unabashed. Un- like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, just everywhere. And just it's like naked, 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 naked. I, mm-hmm. I, I've, and it's not happy naked. It's just naked, naked. Yeah, and, like and medical like, naked. There's no. <laughs> I mean, I get it, especially in season one. They're trying to put you into the world. They're getting the these yeah, workers are dealing. Everybody with, desensitized because they're blah, 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 around blah, blah. this all the time. But at it's some rubbish. point you've got to go the HBO route of saying, okay, we've already we've met yeah, our we boob quota. Yeah. We, <laughs> we met our first. <laughs> we got them hooked. There's been enough boobs and dongs. Yeah. We can move on now. And maybe that's just because I'm getting older too. I don't know, but um, we do get a nice little cameo of games of Game of Thrones, dragon and writers. Yep, in really. Season three, or yeah. yeah, in the third episode, I think it was, or second. I don't remember which. But yep, is there Game of Thrones world? So yeah, the same. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, we won't tell we us. We gotta watch, well, man. Damn it! <laughs> yeah. I gotta go watch. You know, Arigato Land again. See, it makes me mad because now I've got to go back and watch season two. I know. I'm, I get to I'm season fury. three. Well, you're no, only one well, episode in. I'm. A, I got a bigger debt. What, to pay. what I, I would recommend is they put a they put a recap, which is just as confusing as season two. <laughs> True. And it's so true. You can just watch that. You'll be perfectly as good as I'll be yeah. perfectly as good as I'm going to be. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's got Marshawn Lynch in it too, which is great. Oh yes, that's right. It is yeah, great. great. Oh, we go to NFL World. Yeah, great. No, he's no. he's he's he play, he's an actor. Yeah. Like he's being an actor. He's becoming he's, an actor. So. I wish he just said no. yes. He's, he's, really he's thinking long term. Once I'm done with football, I got to do something. So, so far, you saw the COVID on the I'm, horizon. So far, I'm not unimpressed. Right, he's not bad. (laughs) That's that's a resounding, a resounding almost endorsement. (laughs) (laughs) His character name is Giggles. (laughs) Yeah, I I like that. I like that quite a bit. Wonderful. That's lovely. Garrick, I I would definitely recommend getting on that train if you. Well, speaking of hot robots, I do like. uh, There's a, a TV show that came out in 2015 that I didn't. I watched the first season of and then forgot about. But now it's on Amazon Prime, so I watched the rest of it. Oh, yeah. It's called Humans. Oh, yeah. You threw yeah. me off on purpose, dick. I <laughs> gotcha. I thought I was going to say community. Yeah. Humans. So this is uh, somewhat in the vein of Westworld. Maybe a little, maybe it's a prequel. I don't know. But it's basically like humanity has created these robot AI synths mm-hmm. that are basically, they do housework and all this stuff. Humans. They do... They do basically all the stuff, like taking our jobs, you know. But yeah. it's it's cool because you, it really explores like what artificial intelligence are these like real entities? It's kind of like data on you know Star Trek. Mm-hmm. He, he seems like a real person. He has all the <gasps> you know mannerisms as a person, but is he actually like a being yeah. that we should care about and? you know, protect and not hurt and stuff like that. Is that Carrie Ann Moss? Yeah, she's in the second <clears throat> season. What? Yeah, it's got a lot. Of, it's, 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 it's British, so, you know, it all takes place. Is it overdubbed? In, in England. Yeah, it's overdubbed with Good. more English. I don't English. want to have to read my With worse English, British yes. <laughs> with it's worse got, English. I like Carrie Ann Moss. It's got uh, Jimma Chan in it, who was uh, Astrid and... Crazy rich Asians. She is just she is statuesque, like, gorgeous. Yeah, and she's a robot, and she's like super incredible in this. But 
it's a really cool story. Like makes you think a lot about things because eventually, like, spoiler, all the uh, the uh, robots start getting like true consciousness. Mm-hmm. Like they they become is that really self-aware. a spoiler? Because that's pretty a com- pretty much <laughs> I feel a like, yeah. trope. The theme of the <laughs> show kind of gave it away. <laughs> yeah. So they yeah. So they get some of these robots start to get like uh, self aware, and they start feeling pain and all this stuff. And then the the and it's season three it really ramps it up. It's like now they now they're wanting like rights and stuff, but since they're basically property, like people buy them at a store to do work for them, do their bidding. So like, are these, should we actually give them rights because we, they're our property or, but yet they, they're still self-aware. It's, it's a really cool, like dynamic experiment. Are there hover outies? Cause that's hover what I outies? require out of my artificial intelligence robots gaining consciousness programming. Is that the Audis? I love this stuff, though, man. I, I love this stuff. Where, I like iRobot. I'm stupid, like right? That, man. Seriously, I love these. And I these, love the Audis. God dang it! I love. The, <laughs> I love the fact that science fiction. You know these these authors can think have that much forward thinking to yeah. like present these scenarios where thought experiments yes thought experiments where you're like that's the whole reason why black mirror was a thing yeah and the same thing with with the twilight zone before it yeah it's a really cool fleshed out world because you get like okay you you go to a store you buy a robot to do your housework or whatever uh but you you shake hands with it to give it your dna so it's like permanently like locked you become its owner you're locked it's locked to you and it has certain fun, like they're humanoids, so they have certain functions that are not available for under eighteen people. Yeah, sexy. <laughs> if you know time. what I'm saying? So it's really funny. Right like up in the had, kitchen. The 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 uh, one of the father who buys this robot, they uh, the he has a son and he tries to touch her, you know, in, on her boob, and she's like, "I will have to <laughs> notify your parents of any inappropriate touching." He's like, "Oh shit!" Nice. <laughs> That's funny, <laughs> but. It's it's pretty cool. It's a it's a only three seasons. I think twenty four episodes, did an that, hour long each. Did that show come out the exact same time as Robot Cops? Um, which I don't I don't remember the actual this name. Twenty fifteen to twenty eight. Was Robot Cops mm-hmm. called Almost Human? Yes. Okay. Yes, which I loved so. that show. I that hated was a great the, show. I hated the fact that it failed miserably because I loved. I know it. that they had. It had what's his name in it? Yeah, oh, so good. Yeah, yeah, it had it had uh, uh, McCoy. Uh, yeah, McCoy. I was trying to remember his name in Lord of the Rings. Come on, uh, Aramir. Yeah, Aramir. And then that uh, the dude who played his partner. I don't know that guy's name, but he was yeah, amazed balls. Cool. Ah, that was a good show. I feel like these shows yeah. came out the same time because I remember there being another show that was about. It's called Almost. They're twenty thirteen to twenty fourteen. So <laughs> this came out the year after it ended. Okay, or the. Yeah, that sounds interesting. That sounds right up my alley. Yeah, Carl, right, right up the old kind of me too. That yeah. might be Carl have to, Urbane. That and might Michael have to be Healy. the uh, Urbane. Ur- yeah, the the Urban. mom, the main, Carl one of the main characters. The mom is uh, from the IT crowd. Carl's a the the boss, you know, f- of the IT department. Does everything we talk about now relate nice. back to the IT crowd. <laughs> they but she's are, like a ve- it's weird because she's playing yeah. a very, very serious role. That so is that's so be, weird. I can't even imagine her a in, a, in a serious role. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Catherine Parkinson? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. How about that? How about that? Another raving endorsement for the IT crowd. Nice. 
Yes, so absolutely. we're going to do an IT crowd episode. Oh, you know yeah. what? Good. Because saying. someone needs to force my ass to watch more of it. Cause I've only ever seen a few episodes. All right. Next time. <laughs> next episode. IT crowd. It's only no, like three or four that. seasons and the seasons are like six episodes or something. Or, or, yeah. But I have to watch it by yeah. myself because if it's not Downton Abbey and it has British accents, my wife won't watch it. <laughs> no, we can almost have a watch party. Cause it's that short. Seriously, yeah. man. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, you we do. I'll consider With Mike. No, you're right. Yeah. That will improve it. That's <laughs> scientific fact. <laughs> anyway, my docket, my docket time. I've been watching, re-watching a show that I had friends in college who tried to get me to watch and I was not interested. But then after college, uh, uh, with the help of Mike and accompaniment, I uh, was forced to get into this show on DVD, which was Scrubs. <laughs> Ah, Scrubs. yeah. And really? the reason why I'm rewatching Scrubs is because there's a new podcast in town and it's oh. called Fake Doctors, Real Friends. <laughs> and it is Zach Braff and Donald Faison doing a podcast, one per episode. Oh, Donald Faison of Star Wars fame? Yes. They're Donald going Faison back of, and reliving each episode? They're going, basically, they're doing a podcast about, they, re, they watch them beforehand and then they record they do a podcast about everything they remember from that episode that's fucking <laughs> awesome dude and they, they started this great. during the quarantine and they do it video and i'm listening to it audio right while yeah. while i'm doing stuff but they're doing video recording and it's great because donald Faison is literally in his closet with a microphone surrounded by his clothes <laughs> <laughs> because, it's, because it's the only place he can get away from his kids to record and of course that's I'm not awesome in the closet no more yeah <laughs> and and it's great because i mean Anybody who's watched Scrubs, you get the impression right away that these two characters, you know, uh, JD and Turk, who have who are like longtime friends right. and love each other. Dude, we're a little married. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they you can tell that this is more than just an on-screen friendship. Yeah. And it's true. They met at like the table read or whatever and were instantly best friends. Yeah. And they love each other very much. Yeah. And they even recorded their own theme song. And it's like a it's like a gospel sounding like <laughs> song. And it's both of them singing harmony. And it is freaking fantastic. People are like, can I get this on iTunes? Like people want the theme song because it is so catchy. And then yeah, it's the and they're now I've uh they might have a third episode out now. I've only I've listened to the first two up to when they I were done. So and they're about talking this. about having all these different people who were on the show as guests on yeah. the show. Oh man. I mean like everybody. That would be cool, man. And it is super cool. Like first episode, like talking about the pilot yeah. and like and everything that was involved in casting and all like that. And then and the second episode talking about different scenes and different things that were said that like stick out to them. Yeah. But the other thing is that They've both only ever seen the show like once. Yeah. I've seen Scrubs more than they have. So for them, it's like, this is 20 years ago. There's stuff they don't even remember. Yeah, right. You know what I mean, it's, right. it's a lot of fun because those two just have so much energy and so much yeah. love for each other. Yeah. I so, mean, yeah, I'm rewatching a little bit at a time and then what listening to the see, podcast. Now, now they're saying they're going to be putting out two a week oh, because wow. people awesome. have responded to it sure. so crazy. And, we're hearing about other shows that are now doing rewatch. What did we just talk about in the last Com uh, community? Community. Garrick mentioned they're doing a they're doing wow. a rewatch show. Ken Jong and Joel Ken McHale. Okay, I guarantee you that is one hundred percent the result of this. Like yeah. this, people oh, have no. gone right. nuts for. Office. Uh, the Office Girls came out before this. That's right. right. That's right. I forgot With, about uh, that one. You're right. Now, do they do an episode yeah. by Angela episode and thing? Pam or <laughs> 
think, you know? I think it's once a week. Okay. That's great. I love podcasts, man. Yeah. Just the ability to be able to do that. And it's an ideal thing. time. Everybody's short up in their yeah, houses. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I'll tell you what, man, for young listeners who don't even know what Scrubs is, go watch that. Okay. Man. Well, let me hold you up right there. Because here's the thing. My daughter who's nine years old yeah. loves the characters and the quirkiness and the boop, 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 of yes, scrubs. Right. That show is full of sex. There is it so is. much sex, almost sometimes yeah. goofy, violent sex. Right. Because and they actually <laughs> talked about this in the first second episode of the podcast uh-huh. where they like, you know, where guys, you know, Donald Faison was talking about how a guy told him, was like, man, I love the show, but I try to watch my kids watch the show. I have to leave the room. It's yeah. so awkward. And, and they were talking about how you got to understand. And this is a good point. I thought it was really clever. At the time, we didn't have all these free-for-all cable shows going on. I mean, what was like Sopranos would have just been getting started around that time. Yeah, this is 01. This, so at the time, oh, wow. everybody was still trying to push the limits of what you could do on network television because that was the forefront. Sure. Thanks I mean, a lot, NYPD Blue. That, <laughs> yeah. You know, in many ways, that show like paved the way for like shows that we think of like, I mean, even like Modern Family and oh yeah, and I mean that was like the first the cutaway style shows. Yes. Honestly, yeah, I always give a lot of credit to Family Guy because remember Family yep. Guy happened and failed. Yeah, right off right. the bat. Yeah, what ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah, it was yeah. all cutaway mm-hmm. humor, right? Which nobody was into, right? And then Scrubs rolls around, and the whole show and is cutaway humor. Yes, you know, flashbacks, right? Uh, mental pictures mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and that was the format, right, of it. But yeah, I. I love that show. I've always it's loved that show. It's a brilliant show. It's a show that does the like the zaniest humor, but also like the heaviest hits. Friend yeah. of the show, Brian, would always say he hates that show because every episode makes you feel sad at the end. Yeah, <laughs> man. No, you but that was the brilliance of the show. It was a comedy, but there it was laid some down heavy, I mean, heavy bricks. I mean, the setting is in a hospital, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, I mean, it's following. And these, these are doctors who are literally they're starting their internship. Yes, That's the first I mean, episode. Day yes. One. Right. Right. So, I mean, you're in a hospital setting. So, I mean, obviously very heavy, very weighty yeah, things like happen to these guys. The second or third episode is the one where they start off saying, you know, it's a common thing in hospitals where one out of every three patients or one out of every four patients is not going to make it out of the hospital or right. something like that. Right. Right. And you have the three of them, you know, Turk, uh, JD and Elliot. Yeah. Going through their things with their three patients. You're like, mm-hmm. which one's going to lose a patient? Spoiler alert. They all die. Right. All of them lose a patient that day. Right. All at the same time. And you have to see in all these very different scenarios of how they play out. You know what I mean? Like, you know, JD's just connecting to an old lady who's accepting the fact that it's yes. her time to go. Uh, you know what's funny? Turk's you bring that dealing up. with a kid who's in there for a hernia <laughs> surgery and he finds a cancer that he dies on the table. Right. You know what I mean? And Elliot, uh, uh, I don't, God, I don't remember. I don't uh, Elliot's patient. Elliot's patient was uh, was a, a Spanish-speaking lady with lupus. Before he even brought that up, I, you, the one episode that stood out in my mind was the one where JD is dealing with this old lady yeah. where it's like just her time. It's the second or third and episode. And he's yeah. like, and he's like, no, you got to live. We, we got to put do. you on Dallas. She's like, no, nah, I don't think I'm going to, yeah. I've, I've lived a good life. And he's like, well, I made a list of everything you need to do in your life. <laughs> yeah. And he's just got a little memo pad. And it, at some point he's just making stuff up and yes. she's calling him out on it. And she's like, done everything. And there's this, just this great, um, there, she ends up, the he's end. the doctor, but she's babying him because yes. she is wise right. enough to know that he's going through something yes. that he's not ready yes. for. And so she actually helps him. That episode is so brilliant. It is oh. one of the most brilliant. 
It's giving me chills thinking about it. Yeah. One of my favorite ones was, I don't remember the name. All the episodes are my something. I don't remember that. I think it was called like my rainbow or something, but it's, it's basically a wizard of Oz allegory. Oh yeah. Right. And at the end you get the really cool version of the wizard of Oz while this boom crane is going from window to window outside the hospital as you're seeing all the stories as they're playing out. And Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, what an artfully done (laughs) show. So Uh, that's going to be on my docket for a while. That was cutting edge. I've reached cousin Pam in the Cosby show. So I have to, I kind of have to wean myself off. You can't, you can't binge once you get to the no, cousin Pam era. Yeah, I feel so you. the scrubs is going to yeah. fill that gap. Well, what I'm finding interesting is uh, I went to the podcast app, on uh, my uh, iPad, whatever this thing's called. That's an iPad. And uh, um, I'm just like scrolling through the new and noteworthy. Yeah. And there's just a ton of, you can tell brand new pot like staying in with emily and oh yeah and then there's like yep. uh, just all that kind of stuff ron burgundy podcast yep you know you, you tell all these people just started this like i've got house. time i'm yeah. gonna do something and stay active and stay <laughs> I, relevant yeah I, I can see how this might actually help the podcast industry <laughs> At least make it uh, more mainstream. Honestly, not that it needed much help. I mean, podcasts are the stuff, man. I'm sorry. That's where I spend my time. Podcasts are the people who like, what's podcast? The major podcasts have already usurped like network news and stuff like that. It amazes me when you, I was going to say, when you see the numbers on the biggest podcasts. Yeah. I mean, they dwarf network, network TV. Yeah. Dwarf. Yeah. I mean, it's not even close. Fake doctors and real friends uh, is what? That's on iHeartRadio. Uh, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and the new and noteworthy. Yeah, right now. So it's oh wow, it's made its made its way up there. It's a great show. Those two are just so much fun to listen to because they're having so much fun and they care about each other so much and they laugh so much. It's it's a, it's a delight. I can't recommend enough. Mike, tee it up. I you are cleared for dockering. <laughs> I am doing something I haven't done in a long time, and it's very personal to me. Mike, and Mike I, we no, know you're old, but no, just because you found the blue pill. <laughs> yeah, finally, right? No. Um, yeah, so which like, hand do you click with, the left or the right? <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> okay, so I, I have found some extra time, like everybody. <laughs> In the era of COVID-19. Yeah, you know, you can say that. I don't identify with that. <laughs> Not at all. At all. I have no extra time. It sucks. Honestly, I'm busy too, but God. I'm still, I found some time. I, I'm i a musician and I haven't played professionally for a long time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, don't even, I don't even want to get into why I stopped playing professionally. But it's probably an episode right there. It probably Heroin. is. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was uh, the marriage to Courtney Love. Actually, probably divorce. Uh, we'll just say Yeah, it. I probably had a lot to do with it. Yeah. It had a lot to do with it. So um, um, I've started playing guitar again. Are you an emotional just talking about playing guitar again? I am, man. Because <laughs> your eyes are already glassy from the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One thing I love about our new format is just about every episode we have a, a nice... Somebody glossing over. Well, usually Mike. <laughs> yeah, usually <laughs> Mike. Usually Mike. <laughs> I love it. So if you cry, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> if you cry, I'm gonna cry. I'm not crying. I'm, I'm not, not crying. crying. I'm already kind of crying. <laughs> I, I, there's moisture, moisture, moisture on the sides of my eyes. Sorry, <laughs> the side of my face. You know, I, I don't know. There's just a lot of things that um, 
are happening right now that just, I don't know. It's been a long time. So I've have had the itch for a while. And the actually, things you're trying not to say are that you're at a point in your life where you feel safe to go back to the yeah, thing that is so meaningful yeah, to you. Pretty much. Maybe I can make him cry. I could be like the lady on NPR. <laughs> so do you feel like uh do you feel do you feel like like a piece, like an inner piece? <laughs> is that Kermit the Frog? Yeah. <laughs> Kermit Kermit the Frog. He's on NPR. On NPR? Yeah. Well, well yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what, man. I mean, there's a few things fueling this. First off, um, business-wise, I've had a good year. And that good year is, and and I'm bl- I feel blessed, mm-hmm. honestly, to be in COVID nineteen era and have the year that I've been well, having. I can complain about busy as hell, but I'm still drawing a paycheck, so I have got no room. No to complaints. I know. Really I know. complain. I mean, for the people that are are having to stand in the lines and all that stuff, man, my heart is with you. Mm-hmm. I just I can't even stand thinking about that. So it almost feels I don't know. Um, I don't know. I almost feel bad saying that I'm having a good year. Yeah professionally um to the point that um we, we bought a house a couple of years ago I, I just got remarried and we have this nice new house and we have an unfinished basement and we're at a point where we're going to be able to finish this basement and i have a nice area in the basement that's earmarked for my studio mm-hmm. and uh, i'm really excited about that and uh that's all this is inspiring me now and uh, I'm, i finally feel like okay i have my space again and I, i'm feeling like i've taken back my life seven years later, you know? Yeah. And uh, so all that's inspired me. And the nice thing too, is that technology is so cool <laughs> that in the past, picking up my electric guitar and plugging it in would <laughs> mean I have to bring up my big ass fucking amplifier and, and plug it in and do all this shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Technology is, is such now that I have this little tiny device that plugs into my iPad Yep, and I can plug, pop on some headphones mm-hmm. and I have every amplifier that you could possibly imagine mm-hmm. at my disposal. And, uh, it's pretty fucking cool. So I just, I don't know. It's neat that I'm at a point that I can pick up my guitars again and start playing and just relearning some old music. And I'm starting to go back and play some of my old band stuff. And, and, uh, yeah, it's been fun, man. Picking that stuff up again. I'm and, picturing you as like Marty McFly in Back to Future 2 sitting down in front of the giant projection screen TV. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> staring at your hands, shaking. True. Yeah, that's true. Well, so. you shouldn't have gotten into drag race with needles. <laughs> I should not have, <laughs> but I'm at a point now where I can make bitter decisions. <laughs> bitter decisions. That's right. <laughs> right. I should make those. Wait, if we're past 2015. The medical industry's come a long way. They can fix your hand. They can fix my hand, or I can make a decision and I don't get an erect. So there you go. You don't get erect. You don't get erect. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Clearly, you're not making the right decisions. Then. And with it, that, <laughs> huh? It's time for a very brief foray with news. <laughs> In the news today. Well, boys, I could not get erect. Quickly, we got a couple of quick ones that we're going to jump into. Mike, unable to obtain a stiffy. News at six. Wow. Well, I'm just saying. Wait, 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 wait. I'm just riffing, guys. Our RSS feed has limited characters. It's just simply Mike dash no boner. Wow. No boner, no. Mike Woodless. The first one we have tonight, (laughs) if you guys let me get into this, so we can move along. Well, you're not going to be getting into anything in your state. (laughs) Not even the kitchen. Not even the kitchen. Not even the kitchen. (laughs) Damn. It's so late. (laughs) 
Oh, I haven't even seen the time yet. Oh, oh. J.J. Abrams in the news tonight, boys. Oh, sure he is. J.J. <sighs> Abrams, from those who don't know, has... Well, did he's he moved on. Did he do a Star Wars thing? He did, he did a Star Wars a thing. He's of, moving on from okay. the Star Wars thing. I mean, oh, at some okay. point, you got it, right? For those who <laughs> do or yeah. don't remember, we're going to remind you that he signed that uh, big-ass fucking deal with <laughs> with the Warner Brothers. That was what it said right on the masthead <laughs> of the contract. Big-ass effing deal. Yeah, I heard they said this. <laughs> I didn't believe it until I saw it. Is it $250 million for what? Five yeah. years or something? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Huge contract like with Warner All Brothers. And uh, a lot of people thought he was going to do the Disney thing. I think after uh, Rise of Skywalker, he was done with the Disney. He's like, I want to do more interesting things. So, Crapped so, out a movie, now so, I'm done. He walked out of Disney, looked over, a Paramount was sitting there holding <laughs> up signs and boomboxes over their please, heads. And so was Netflix. <laughs> yeah. He, he passed yeah. on Netflix. And went he to, sure did. He went um, to the Warner. The he, and, uh, are we? Can we all agree that J.J. Abrams is becoming the like used up prostitute of the directing world? He has signed his exclusivity agreements now with almost all of the major traditional with the big, distributors. With the big dogs. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's going to be with Warner for a while and he's going to make a lot well, of money. Well, best of luck to you. Hopefully you improve the quality of literally anything. Well, he do. is attempting and uh, his first couple attempts are on the dockets and are on the in the news. No, exactly. tonight. Dock, know, not, not the docket, but uh, yeah, on the, in the news. Justice League, he's tackling Justice League. Whoa, whoa. What? Are you serious? <laughs> yes, right out like of the, the gates, man. Does everybody look at J.J. Abrams as the <laughs> fixer? Because he's really not. But well, then again... worse than the last one, right? I mean, yeah, right, that's the thing. Guys, Any, right? Then again, you got anywhere to uh, give anywhere to go but up? Oh, well, maybe All he's right. the cleaner now. Maybe J.J. Maybe Abrams is just going, let's find broken franchises because they can't hate me that much. I'm going to okay. take broken franchises and make them okay. <laughs> yeah, make them just okay. <laughs> All right, so the Justice League he is tackling is not the live action. He's has nothing to do with that. We're talking the animated version. Oh, he's taking a step up, is he? Yeah, he's doing Justice League <laughs> Dark. Oh, Dark? Was previously conceived as a movie for the DCEU as far back as 2012. Can I have some Constantine in there? How do we, how do we, oh, the actual like characters. I was going to say you can't get much darker than Justice League. <laughs> Well, he is tackling that mofo, and that's one of his first projects out of the gates. So we assume it's like a 3D animated? Uh, <laughs> I would not say that. I can't imagine him just, you know, going... Actually, DC Animated is... I mean, their animated pretty stuff's good, pretty good, man. I still, haven't watched, I still haven't watched Red Sun, so... I haven't seen yeah. Red Sun. I know what Garrick has. They've got yeah, some pretty and you've seen the, ones Actually, I've too. seen a lot of advertisements for the uh, Harley Quinn series that... Garrick saw too. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually interested after seeing some of those those that, those commercials. That, man, okay, looks pretty so good. It it's really funny <laughs> if you are into that. That's all I say. <laughs> <laughs> it is an R-rated version of Harley Quinn. Oh, right? oh yeah, oh yeah. There, you, I mean, there's no nudity, but there's lots of well, blood okay. and, well, and swearing. The, the R-rated hook is lost for me. Then, <laughs> yeah. Like there's a scene in the commercial right where she's finds somehow finds her way falling into the bat cave. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Batman's sitting there at his computer and she's in the background. Somehow she falls in and and like gets hung on a 
piece of the cave or something. And a she's, stalagmite? Yeah, she's yeah. like, she realizes she's in the bat cave. And, and the line is what, like something like, oh, this is where you fuck all the bats, right? Some, <laughs> some kind of weird thing. I'm just like, it just seemed interesting to me. So I don't yeah, know. Here's why it doesn't to me. Great, it's got a great cast. Here's why it doesn't seem interesting to me because I feel like DC thinks because that's you're the Corey. Future. That's why because DC yeah, thinks that's I a agree. future. They think that being more adult is just being more crass. No, but it's eh. it's like it's fun adult. It's not like we're, I, I can't explain it. It's I'll give it a like, shot. I'll give it a it's shot. It's goofy. It's very goofy yeah. adult. What's it called? Harley it's just Quinn. Harley Quinn. It's just straight up Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's a what? It's a world where the well, basically. She's taking over, right? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. First season. As far as I can tell. She just broke up with Joker. And so she's starting her own crew. Emancipated, you might say. (laughs) Yeah. So she gets like Clayface and uh, King Shark and Poison Ivy. And uh, you have to have Poison Poison Ivy because otherwise you can't do the lesbian undertones. Yeah. Well, that's happening season two. Yeah. It's it's all in, yeah. Yeah. and then uh, I can't I can't remember what the little guy's name is like the mentalist or something. It's like psychic the mentalist, powers. the guy from CBS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. In general, though, I mean, their animated stuff I like, man. I mean, they've done some stuff I really yeah, I enjoy. I dark to... is weird for JJ because it's like dark, dark. Maybe he's trying to prove that it's he like can do macabre. a little. He can do a little more than bubblegum. Dude, Westworld well, season one is JJ. That was pretty dark. He's producer. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Eh. Eh. Well, I don't know that he's directing this, but the other uh, big project that he's tackling is he's doing a version of The Shining <laughs> TV show style. What? They are converting this into a TV show. Like a series? Yes. The Shining? Yes. You Stephen couldn't King's interest the me. Shining. If, you couldn't interest me if they made it a movie. They did make it a movie. It was called The Shining. <laughs> yep, they sure did. And then they made Doctor Sleep as a sequel. You know, my favorite part of The Shining was the parts that they recreated in uh, the Steven Spielberg movie, the gamer movie thing. I can't remember the name. Oh of it. yeah, Ready, Ready Player, Player One. One. My favorite yeah. part of The Shining was Ready Player One. So I've never seen The Shining. I don't really know what it is. Have you seen Ready Player One? No. We need to see it because you you'll get everything Dr. you need out of, the, out of The Shining. Oh, yeah? Okay. I've it's never a, finished The Shining. I've tried five times at least. It's really. about a kid with mental superpowers called The Shining. See, there's good Kubrick, which is actually only okay Kubrick, but everybody worships Kubrick, so we have to pretend it's really, really good Kubrick. And then there's horrible Kubrick. Actually, you should watch The Shining because... It's like they're in isolation. Yeah, you know quarantine. what? It's probably it's probably more relevant <laughs> now than it's ever been. <laughs> yeah, they're they're uh, it's cut off from society in a hotel that they're taking care of. They can have they don't have any interaction with people outside. So yeah, perfect movie for nowadays. Yeah, maybe I'll give it another shot, but it's a very slow. Oh, it's so those slow. are his uh, two big projects he's tackling. At I don't present. know how, how they're making a TV series out of that. That makes no sense. Who's the? I yeah, mean, it really doesn't. That I mean, was actually a, actually the no, Shining no, was no, a I'm book, right? Back. Is that a Stephen King? Yeah. Okay. I'm taking that back. So in Doctor Sleep, the sequel to Shining, they find a bunch of other kids who also have the Shining. So maybe he's making a TV series about kids that have this power. The Shining. The Shining. The Shining. The Shining. That movie didn't do super great, did it? <laughs> I think it. Yeah. 
I, I haven't watched it. I, I feel like I don't want to watch it until I'm able to actually get through the first one, but I'm just one of those people. I am, I have a, an allergy that makes it hard to meet for me to digest Cooper films. I don't even like 2001 that much. And I recognize that movie for everything it yeah, was. Yeah, I, I don't right. like it. I mean, t- yeah. I feel like eyes wide shut. I've never been able to watch more than five <laughs> minutes. Gosh, yeah. I couldn't right. get through that either. And also Cooper, uh, Stephen King hates the movie. Cooper Does had it? a bunch of FUs in the movie. Like, you know, Stephen King has sort of like a united universe that all kind of falls into that whole dark yes, tower mythos right. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like Carrie, the car yeah. is, or not Carrie. No, that's like Christine. 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 Right. Yeah. The car is in the book. Stanley Kubrick has the car in the movie, but changed the color just so <laughs> that no one would know that it was actually the car. Like he had all these little FUs at Stephen King because they didn't get along. Now, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying that Stephen King's the most personal person. He seems a little, shall we say, rough around the edges. <laughs> sure, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like Cooper was so far up his own ass. I like the first hour of Full Metal Jacket. That was pretty cool. You're right. The Dude, first hour I, of Full Metal Jacket is pretty good. The second yeah. second half goes full Scorsese and just <laughs> has nothing to do with the first half. Yeah. <laughs> Truth. I'm sorry. Doctor Strange Love was bearable. Eh, some. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking on uh, IMDb at J.J. Abrams and mm-hmm. uh, his future projects, mm-hmm. uh, and he's got 55. Stuff that's in production? 55? That is upcoming projects. As wow. a, because he puts his producer. name on shit. As a producer, yeah, Justice League is one of those. His name has value without him actually having any involvement. Saying J.J. Abrams produces, Hollywood still thinks that that has value, and maybe it does. If you look at upcoming projects as a director, one. Yep. (laughs) The stops along the way. Work smarter, not harder. You go to that page, Mm -hmm. nothing. Nothing. Huh. Interesting. I mean, it's got something. Be the first out of plot. Let's not beat around the bush, guys. He's he's a producer on a Half-Life movie? Yeah, he I remember pretty, hearing he, about that. He's been a producer on 107 things. So Disney, think about how much money they had to throw at him to come and <clears> fish back, Star yeah, Wars out of right. the out of the yeah. sewer. And yeah, to have a 50-50 result. It, he didn't even want to do it. Yeah. And then he did do it. They had to throw an ungodly. I'm one of those he that have any I'm one of those that appreciate that he came back and finished it. I did not too. Every, not everybody does. No, I'm, I'm, I'm. I mean, there are alternatives that are worse than what he did, in my opinion. So, in this situation, what is the producer or executive producer? What are they going to be in, doing in his situation? Yeah, Dick. Right. Uh, there's no possible oh, way. Maybe, maybe putting together the actual production team and maybe having input on some casting, but I guarantee you, on most of those future credits, Dick. Dick all, excuse me, I forgot the all part. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do dick all. He might have well, some, some people them, that work for him that will be actively involved. Maybe they'll report up to him on progress every now and then. But I guarantee. I mean, you. Westworld is credited to him. And yeah, he he's going to have a credit. He on has all of them. little involvement in that. Yeah, yeah, he's well, and some all. of them. It's interesting because I mean, it is a producer, and then some of them executive producer. So mm-hmm. if you're the executive producer, is he going to? Be more, a little bit more. I think Futurama executive producer is less involved. Less involved. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think producer like is more involved. Manager, right? A producer, really an actual producer is supposed to be a project manager. But the thing is, you can be the producer and do very little project management. 
because there are going to be other producers doing that work or simply people who work for your production company. If you own the production company, you're not just an executive producer. You might be the producer, but there could be 25 producers that, in their own like, hierarchy that are I actually think they doing do high level stuff like hiring the writer and yeah. That kind of stuff. Or and getting the rights to if if you need to get the rights to something. Already See, I'm, going, I'm going off by the movie The Producers <laughs> with Matthew <laughs> If you need a, a, an ex Nazi to try to lose money. <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 it at his oh. level, it's it to me, it means nothing until All right. another one. They're making a portal movie, apparently. No, they're not. It'll never happen just because it's in there's words. All right. It. We need to move on or, or uh, how he's going cool. to have our dick. That guy who's making us talk about portal movies. Yeah. <laughs> there's a reason I brought up portal. I know. Star Wars Disney plus in the news this week. The D plus the Cassian Andor series. Remember that? Nope. Yeah. Well, there Flushed was an it. announcement about it a couple years ago yep. and then people kind of kind of fell off the radar i hate to to abuse a phrase but dick all (laughs) well it is back on the radar and uh there are announcements this week that uh there have been some developments in regard to the cassie and andor series for those who don't know cassie and andor and this is the problem right (laughs) <laughs> a lot of people know when you say face. Cassie. I hope and my Andor. face is broadcasting to you how I'm going to respond to whatever the hell you say. <laughs> oh, it's just some actor announcements, but uh, Ooh. we don't <sighs> have a script. These characters don't exist yet, but and we cast people. <sighs> okay, so I hope they represent a rainbow of cultures. <laughs> Wow. Because that's the most what? important thing before we have any story or anything established. I don't know. Oh, what you're man. To, what, you're what I expect from it's what I expect from Lucasfilm at this point uh, to, put, I don't know. to put good storytelling in the backseat. OK, so Cassie and Andor, I'm interested in this series. I don't know how many folks in the like regular viewership audience are excited about this. I don't need, that's the thing. I, I don't, I don't have my thumb on this pulse and I don't feel like anybody actually does. Probably not. I'm interested to see what they do with it I'm because, uh, Star Wars, God's sake. Yeah. Right. It's Star Wars. We'll see what they do, but no, they have some, they have some casting announcements. Uh, not the least of which someone that we just talked about, uh, <gasps> still in Scarzard. Oh, from Dune. From Dune. <laughs> the guy what's Sweet. known from Dune. <laughs> from Dune fame. <laughs> from Dune. He's been Sweet. announced to uh, be part of the cast. Uh, as I mean, well he's as- legit. Imperial officer. Got it. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Kyle Solar? I don't, I don't know. Kyle Katarn? Just naming Kyle. him Kyle makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm visibly shaken. Solar, let's see what Kyle has done. He's a young guy. Well, uh-huh. we've screwed that up. And uh, let's see. He's been in nothing. Nothing. <laughs> oh, I thought that was, I thought you were saying that was Skarsgård's character's name. Yeah. No. That's uh, that's the fact that, that's why I said the fact that he's even named Kyle makes me mad. No, no, no. Okay. This, this is, is a the, dude. Uh, this is a guy. This is a guy who's going to be in the show. Along with Scarzard. That's fine. He was oh, you you probably remember him from the movie Fury where he was medic oh, yeah. number one. Oh right. Yep. Oh no. Medic one. Yep. I'm actually the president of Medic One fan club. <laughs> actually, he's still in Scarzard. He is uh also in Thor. And yeah. I believe he's in uh 
He was, the, he was the doctor guy, right? I mean, he was like one of the scientists or yeah. whatever. Yeah. He worked for Natalie Portman or something. He got Loki possessed. <laughs> yeah. Loki possessed him, yes. Mm-hmm. Right. That's where you'll know him. So Yeah. Anyway, so these announcements are interesting. Even if you're not excited about these names that have been attached. I don't need to be excited about the names attached. That's, to me, not what it's about. Well, and And I think that's what they're getting to in this uh this Gizmodo um article basically they're saying the the bigger story here is that they're even making an announcement at all yeah considering in, how much nothing there's been yes yeah. in the era of covid-19 where everything's being delayed and put off yeah, and everything the else. That, the fact that Disney's even acting like stuff is a plan because they have to keep their stock price up yes. even though Netflix is eating their lunch right now. Truth. Yeah. So the no, fact no, that no, Disney's no, no. putting out this news at all is interesting, I guess. So it's, you know, and especially on a project like this where there's not much discussion, interest, I, you know, I, people to buzz me, or whatever. To me, it's it's only interesting because it, it just pulls back the curtain a little bit. It is what I already said it. They're doing this to make it seem Spike like the company's not sure. sitting still. Well. And and let's be honest, if there's a series that's been sitting still before Obi-Wan came and laid down face down <laughs> in the sand and started sitting still. It was this one. <laughs> He's tired. He's old, man. I am so in the desert. It is so bittersweet for me with all of this because it's more bitter than sweet, but you're right. Part of it is, yeah, you guys suck. Ha ha. Well, but the it other sucks part of it is, wow, we're fans. This sucks worse for us. The <laughs> biggest thing going for Lucasfilm right now is the Mandalorian, right? And I would, I would probably use stronger language. Meaning, I, I would follow. say from a from a from a wide audience perspective, the only thing going truth, yeah, no, Mandalorian, yes, but that makes the fact that Mandalorian has seen success makes me interested in seeing what they can possibly in Cody fingers do with Obi Wan and uh, Cassie and Andor. Yeah, it's but more of a curiosity for me because I believe that it's the mid tier leadership of Mandalorian I try- that makes it. Look, agreed. I know from a, like my mind tells me that that's why Mandalorian is successful. I'm worried that Skywalker taught you to love again, and I'm worried about you. (laughs) (laughs) It's my heart that that wants to believe that Obi-Wan and I want Obi-Wan to be great, but I still don't know who the Cassian Andor series is truly for. It's for me. I want to watch it. I want to watch it too. Man. I know it's for Uber nerds, but that does not a successful hey, TV show make. Call an Uber nerd. I don't know. I, yeah, cool I don't know. Don't know I, again, I like the character, but we know the I fate. Talk like the kids so, nowadays. We'll I just, don't know. We'll it's, hope. We'll hope this TV series about a prequel about a character who is in one movie does better than look, a movie about a character who was in like. Four movies at I the know. time. I Han Solo straight up wasted a guy because he couldn't walk good. Man, got burned. That's crazy. But yeah. Cassie and Andor, we're supposed to think is going to be successful. Look, well, I t- I'll tell you what, man. In my opinion, and this is just my opinion, I don't know what the timing is going to be on all these series. But I really I'll give you a hint, Dick. All I feel like they need to make Obi Wan work before they can make Cassie. I agree. So. I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. But. Uh, to me, it's either you do something completely new, all new characters show, or you prove that you can make lightning strike twice with Obi-Wan. Then you can go to a, a character that is 
a decent character, but we just don't have anything invested in, and we know the fate of. Nothing investing in it is okay, but if we know the fate of someone we don't have a, a whole lot invested in, what the hell's the point? Again, that's my heart, um, but my mind tells me you're right. I mean, the people that make are making Mandalorian work right now aren't are necessarily people, people who are going to have anything to do with Cassian. Yes, correct. Correct. Yep. And that's sad, and I wish... That wasn't so, but it is what it is. And that's all I had for news. Well, I, I, before you go <gasps> on further. Okay. Because oh, we're talking about Netflix beating out Disney right now. Yeah. I had to look this up. So right now, Uh-oh. Disney stock, $106.63, okay. which is down significantly. Yes. Netflix stock. I I'm not even you, sure. Did you not believe me when I passed? Well, I, that well out? the thing is, I read an article that was just several days ago, and it said it had just passed. Yeah, Netflix was 187, uh, and at that time Disney was like 186. Yep. So it shows you how much it's dropped for in yeah, a couple it had days. Passed Disney for the first time. Well, yeah, and Disney's now down to 106 versus 186 just a few days ago. Yep. Netflix is 422. What the hell? We all missed a boat. What How the fuck? Damn, you could have doubled your savings, yo. Damn. Should have bought that instead of pop stock. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is obviously going to be short-lived. There's no way they could sustain that. But, man, if we had bought it on the front end of yeah, this. Yeah, man. Jeez. And, of course, of course your stock is going to soar during this time. Well, the big thing oh, is. Yeah. I, you the know, only stock that's soaring during yeah. this time. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. No, Yeah, there's not a lot to invest in right now. Right. So, like, with, that's a sure thing. Yeah. And Netflix, who is not going to lose a single dime because of theaters closing, only stands to gain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Almost no one else can say that. Well, I'll tell you what. They will gain even more if AMC does shut down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because Netflix is going to be the first one that the non-Disney distributors are going to have to. Yeah. Non-Disney, non-Viacom. Well, yeah, especially ones that aren't affiliated with Disney, right? Yeah, I mean, first-run movies, they're going to avoid Disney like the play. Yeah, well, Disney's going to... they're Unless Disney starts shelling out for other people's content, which they have not been very friendly about. I don't think that... I mean, other studios, though, Universal and Warner Brothers and all them are going to be They don't want to make the competition bigger. Hell no. Yeah. They're going to fight that tooth and nail. I don't know. Do any of them at this point? I mean, Warner Brothers and Paramount, man, what have they really been doing lately where they feel, do they even look at Disney as a competitor or just the kid that owns the block? Yeah. I don't know. If if there's a chance to spite them, though, they're going to do it. Speaking of spies, time for the parking bot. Zip, zap, zooey. I don't know if y'all know this. But you know that when you, how, when you let the dog out, it goes around and turns around in like 800 circles. That's inappropriate. Oh. It turns around in like 800 circles before it finally pops the squat and takes a piss or poo. Oh, yeah, right. Do you wonder why they want to do that? It ain't because they can't make up their mind. It ain't because they're trying to actually use like the centrifugal force to spin the poop out of the body. Oh, it's because was. dogs prefer to poop and pee. On the north-south axis. I don't believe you. I'm sir. trying to think that one through. I don't know. I don't what know. What he's I saying you. is your dog has an internal compass. Yeah. And they turn around until they can sense north-south, and they prefer to poop and pee facing north or south, and they <laughs> avoid east and west. 
Wow. All right. I, I'm I got a dog upstairs. Go load her up with treats and water and just go sit outside <laughs> and watch. <laughs> that sounds like a scientific study to me. Uh, Let's do it. I'm betting you it was based <laughs> on a scientific study. If I know Porkins' kid, he yeah. didn't just pull In that out of his He knows what he's talking about. That kid's Porkins got a kid. kid's got a damn near perfect track record. He's uh he's been in college for what seven years now. So I thought he's been in high school for ten. I don't know what's going on these days. <laughs> he still doesn't have his driver's license. I know his mom still pulls that old beat up grocery getter. That's a smart man. Yeah, true. Saving saving cash. He's not a smart man, but he does know what facts is. Time for some stuff. Don't we have a song of cat noises? Meow, 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 meow. I don't know what's happening here. Meow, 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 meow. I don't think, is this it? This isn't it. Those were the animal noises. And Sancho will be happy that the song gets played again. I thought he made a meow, meow. Is, are we talking about pops? <laughs> I don't know what's happening pops. here. <laughs> Guys, see these new pops coming out? Pets! <laughs> oh, pets. Pops. You thought this was a pops episode. Just because he heard nice. the fart sounds. He played sounds the music. He, he played the music, man. <clears throat> My dog makes those sounds sometimes. <laughs> if you want to get on some stock on the low end, get some Funko stock right now. Yeah, sweep it up. Or just about any stock, except for Netflix. Actually, but yeah, yeah go buy stock in any non-essential retail non company. Netflix or non-essential retail product manufacturing company that isn't, well, toilet paper is essential-ish. <laughs> I mean, if you've got roof. running water, you can French it up. So I'm just saying, just rinse that thing off. Give it a little waggle in the water. Little bidet, a little bidet up in there. Water Sometimes you got to take yourself to the bidet when the bidet is not there for you. <laughs> You just take one step over the edge of the tub, turn around, spread those cheeks, and let the Lord do his business. Just let gravity oh. do the work for you. Run a little wet down the kitchen area. Gross. <laughs> That's what you do, son. I gotta, okay, I gotta give a quick story. Oh, oh no. so thank God that what I was going for. We are in the age of bidets, right? So prior yeah. to that, <laughs> prior to all this craze and mania, okay, so I... I am part owner in a rental company uh, and I have a business partner and we inspect our properties sometimes. And when they have problems, we go out and take a look at them. So oh, I'm already excited. One of them, one of them was a toilet issue at one of our properties. And my business partner, we go up there and uh, there was a leak at the toilet and <laughs> we go up there and the, the tenant had installed a bidet. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. And uh, for whatever reason, I don't even care. There's no toilet paper on the shelves. <laughs> no, this is way prior. Still, a few clean, years ago. I think it was to clean their kitchen. Yeah, I think it was to get the kitchen clean. But my business yeah. partner, he, that, even. my business partner's a young guy. He's in his twenties, right? Kitchen rinse. So he didn't have a lot of experience. <laughs> and uh, we go up there, and he's trying to figure out what that thing is. He thinks it's he thinks it's a little hose. To rinse off the water fountain? He thinks it's a, to rinse off the kids in the tub. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. So they installed a handheld, like basically a toilet. kitchen sprayer. Yeah, on the right. I've seen this. I've seen pictures yes. of people doing this underneath where they have a, like, a little stick-on hook on it the works. side of the tank 
Whatever and they works, literally man. put a kitchen sprayer on the line and just hang it on the kitchen. <laughs> like, literally, like the little ones that stick right yeah. out of your sink. Right. And I'm just like, ooh, that just seems like that would be startling. Because no, you're getting the raw, cold temperature right up the old kitchen yazoo right there, man. Yeah, no, this was the real thing. Right up Main Street. It just cracked me up with that. My buddy, he's like, he's like, I think they rinse off the kids with this. I'm like, no. This is for the dog washing. I, I, think, I think she rinses her cooter with that. <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, there's a first for fly casual right Holy there. Cow. I must have said that's the first. But use of the word cooter and not talking about Dukes of Hazard. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Why haven't we written anything on Side story. <laughs> so, animals. Yay. Speaking of cooters. <laughs> We're talking about pets. Okay. Pets. What about them? How do you they're have, awesome? Right. And they, so they enhance our lives, right? So, uh, what, how many pets, Mike? How many pets have you had in your life? Whoa. Uh, okay. So, well, not how many. Don't get like, give okay. me the highlights. Give me the 30 second. Technically, rundown. one. <laughs> Only one. And you're like a billion. One. Like, Are even, like, even no, with your parents <laughs> at home, when you're at home. Okay, so my, pa- parents. my parents have had Every other time animals. one of the kids asked for an animal, <laughs> the parents would just have another baby so they could claim that they couldn't have an animal. That okay. sounds like me. <laughs> Growing up, under living at home with my parents, we had one. Now, since then, my parents have had others. and well, I don't care about them after you live at home. Just one. Okay. <laughs> and what was that pet? It was a... It was a dog. A dog? Yeah. You're getting choked up again. Did you sit on the dog and break it? He's still recovering from his cooter. (laughs) (laughs) Did you eat the dog? No, she was a a little little mutt, and her name was Smarty. We called her Smarty. Because she was smart. smart. (laughs) You guys, the the creativity is in the family. (laughs) Run deep. This is like early 80s. How many times did it change the oil in its car? The dog doesn't yet have a name, but you guys have already figured out how smart the dog is. Yep, and we called her Smarty. So did she like just walk into the house wearing a monocle and with a little graduation? (laughs) No, no, no. no. She was a goofy little dog. She was a smart ass. (laughs) (laughs) She walked in, she was like, I got to live in this dump. (laughs) I'm just just playing. I don't even think we had her for a whole year, man. My cousin's Air Bud. What? I think she grew up and my parents were like, this is way too much. <laughs> and oh, so she went to no. live at the farm, you know. Oh, <laughs> no, they tied her to a tree and shot her. Oh, that's that I don't know. I just You still you I feel like you should get to the bottom of this mystery, Mike. I'm going to want to follow up report. I yeah, in fact, real. get your parents on the phone right now. Mom, what happened to Smarty for reals? For reals. Yeah, get on the phone right now. Call yeah. up. She's not on the port, mom. <laughs> Mike, actually, Smarty. <laughs> I was just thinking about Smarty. Remember Smarty? Oh God, Mike, it's time. It's the boys. They're, fi- they're finally asking Mike, the, the, the boys. Asking. I thought he repressed that. Oh no! I'm hoping you forgot. I was like, all right, I'll get the cyanide pills. <laughs> we she have was, our out. She was like a collie mix or something, and uh, she was a cool dog. But yeah, we didn't have her very long, and that was it. No, she's dead. Wow. I'm glad we started with you. I feel like there's so much more to the story. Wow. That's the best wow. I can you do. You never had Sorry. a fish or goldfish you wanted nope. at a carnival or anything? Nope. Never did. No. Nope. And I don't want it. Just the one. Home. Well, of course you don't because you have all this repressed fear of that loss that you experienced uh, after one year. Either, with, either that with, or. With old, old Smarty. 
<laughs> Either gonna... that or I'm allergic to pet dander. So uh, one, one of the, of the two. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Zyrtec, dude. Gets me through the day. Okay. Okay. So that's sad. Okay. So there have, <laughs> after my divorce, I spent some time living with my parents again. And at that time. Yes. That's dog, counts. This counts. And <sighs> your parents' dogs are the well, best Well, <laughs> my parents' dogs aren't their dogs. Well, that's the other thing. <laughs> There's a revolving door. There's a revolving door of no. similarly, be- similarly behaved canines <sighs> that always live at Gosh, that house. damn it. I have sisters that buy dogs. <laughs> they basically, all and of the sisters get- have gone through a smarty experience <laughs> with their own families. <laughs> and then they, they're like, oh, we have kids now, so we don't want this dog, so they <laughs> give it to my parents. <laughs> we only got a dog to fill the kid-sized hole in our lives. But now we're we're using a putty knife to scrape the dog out of the hole and pour oh the kids God. in. Uh, so my That's, parents have had this is the most white bread story I've ever heard from two of my sisters, two of my three sisters. Hopefully, a third one will keep her own dog until. Well, she's already got, they've all already got kids at this yes, point. So do. now one of them has to get an empty nest dog but to dump on your parents like to old Lori's folks home. credit so far, she's kept her dog. She hasn't dumped it off on my parents. So Okay. Jenny and Lisa Did she get not the dog so before much. or after the child. Uh she got the dog before the child. Okay. Actually, all right. the children. Are, yeah, there's, oh wow. My there's gosh. two third on the way. Lori's, are you kidding me? Yeah, little Lori's little pregnant God. now. So <laughs> I know. But no, Lori's still the, the high school cheerleader in my mind. I, know, I, haven't, me too. I haven't changed that. <laughs> me yet. too. Me too. But yes, she's on number three now. So to her credit, she's kept her dog, and I'm glad about that. But the other two, not so, not much. so glad. <laughs> oh, these so dogs. Jen, yeah, Jen dumped off two dogs on my parents. Yeah, she and, didn't uh, learn once. She had to do it second. Yeah, time. Were they, was it two? It was the same time, or did she come back a week later and go, "This one didn't work either"? Oh, you know what? No, I, t- I take that back. I think. I think uh, Chloe actually passed <laughs> in Jen's possession, but um, Kiki. The other two escaped. Yeah. <laughs> Kiki came to my parents, and that and Kiki was with my parents when I was crashing with them after my divorce. And uh, if I a mouse, a, if a mouse farts within six miles of Mike's parents' home. <laughs> <laughs> These dogs start barking like maniacs. <laughs> Kiki, and if you yeah. walk into the house, they look at you and they stare at you and bark at your face. <laughs> and now these dogs are all the size of like half of a shoe. Yes, they're very small. And they stand there and they bark at you defiantly. And if you acknowledge them and get down and let them smell your hands, they will stop for 1.3 seconds, <laughs> take one sniff, back up, and continue barking at your face. They only have the That's one just you, mode. Corey. No, That's just not. you. That's a lie. I've <laughs> Seen it? Yeah, they hate you. I've seen it happen. Yeah. No, I've other been there, people. and they have been perfectly subdued. Do that yeah, a lie too. as well. I go there all the time. I don't feel like you me. could even find Mike's parents' house. I've been there once. I was gonna say, I know you've been there. At least once. Uh, but Kiki, she was a sweet little dog, and uh, she we we shared time together, and uh, like bath time. You know, no kitchen time. Oh, oh no. no, cohabitating in my parents' house. Okay, that was so, so I am not, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of pets. Not just uh, they're just such a huge responsibility, and it makes me mad mm-hmm. when people take on the huge responsibility and can't commit, and then don't commit. It, you know, it's it's funny. You you hear like <laughs> animal like kind of like over the top animal lovers complain about this type of yeah. thing. You're like, all right, how often right. does it really happen? Okay, 
I'm 40 years old oh, now. Yeah, I've happens. seen it happen way too damn It much. happens. In fact, I've seen it happen enough that when we decided to get a dog, like almost everybody in the family was trying to talk us out of it. And I'm like, what? I know what's involved. Right. Sure. Like I've had pets right. most of my life. Right. And, and, and I have a kid. Yeah. I have a child. <laughs> so it's not like we're at, I mean, we just have to spend more money when we leave for the weekend <laughs> to board the dog yeah. or, you know, have her watched or something like that. And it's just, I, I don't understand how people can go into it so ignorant, but I have the luxury of having pets when I was a child. I right. know. And also being a latchkey kid, I was the sole you know responsible person for sure. most of the pets goings on. Right. Right. So Kiki, again, I'm not a big pet fan, but Kiki and I, she, as much as I didn't want she got into your heart. Yeah, she did. She, <laughs> a little bit. She 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 walked into that hole in you and went. I smell smarty, <laughs> and then snuggled up and laid down. Yes. turned around about fifty times. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> poop, poop facing north. Yeah. I would always be the, the one for you know whenever she just yeah she had to curl up to me and. She I'm chose like, you. You were the wizard to her wand. I'm like, oh, I don't want Aww, this, but like okay, come here and let's watch TV. Come on. <laughs> and then so. you would continue to stroke her gently. Yes. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. She was a you sweet dog. I loved like her. Song. Yeah. And it was sad when she was when it was her time. To be euthanized. But. Um, yes. <laughs> no, she went to the farm, Corey. Oh, my bad. The needle farm? The syringe farm? Yeah, they actually, told him yet. Actually, you guys don't understand. <laughs> mom, Dad, while we're on the subject, what happened Kiki? You guys don't understand my mom. My mom is a, is an animal lover, and she hates it when my sisters do this to her. Um, because she knows but she, she knows they know that she has, she's powerless. Yes, she is yeah. powerless against it. Yeah. But actually, she's made a stand now. She's like, you guys cannot do this to me more. Because she she's dev she gets devastated when these pets die. Oh, yeah. My mom's devastated. The same My mom is the same. And um, I mean, it's 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 a point where she's like. She's like, she wants all the ashes of all the pets buried with her my, and all that stuff. So my mom was doing that. She was getting all the pets cremated until we had we had an unfortunate had couple an years. No, we had an unfortunate oh. couple years where a lot of animals died. Oh. We like we just had kept having kittens die of yeah. horrible circumstances. And we go out and get a replacement kitten a few months later and it would die. And she's like, I don't have any room for me. Man. My mantle's <laughs> buckling under the weight of all these ashes. So she actually went out and buried all of them in her yard. Oh. And so, is okay. done, but she, they also yeah. don't have pets anymore. Sure. Which was right. a hard switch for her. But, yeah. you know, you brought up how, you know, Kiki was uh, playing you like a fiddle. Yeah, pretty much. I love how animals have the sense to do that. When, uh, when I was, when I was born, we had two dogs. They were poodles, Suki and Cinnamon. And Cinnamon was Suki's grandmother. And Cinnamon died of old age. And it messed up Suki and that can happen when animals are impaired when you introduce one take one away right. they can have emotional reactions yep. and Suki or I'm sorry, I keep saying Suki Sudi was not, we were not Suki. we did not have a Suki we weren't <laughs> have a Japanese poodle Suki um, <laughs> Sudi uh, lost it and she was a wonderful dog but right then she lost it and like she started peeing all over beds oh. she was jumping up on beds and just pissing everywhere yeah. and my parents were trying to train her to stop but I mean, she, it was like 100% of her pee was on a bed yeah. at all times. Like just weird behaviors she picked up and they're like, we can't, we can't deal with this. So they gave her to a dog trainer mm -hmm. to work with her and then find a new family for her. Yeah. But, um, 
what ended up happening was that I remember I was out in the backyard. I was playing on the swing set and uh, my buddy Eric from down the street, we were sitting there and he goes, when did you get a cat? I, was like, I don't have a cat. I was like, seriously, five. I don't have a cat. And he's like, there's a cat on your dad's chair. Cause this is back when dad had a chair. And even in the backyard, we had lawn chairs, but they're the one that was dad's was dad. Yeah. And it was mm-hmm. the rocking lawn chair. Right. right. Yep. And uh, over there was this cat just chilling out right by the back door, just staring at us. I swear the rocker was rocking, but I probably added that in my memory after the fact, because this cat was just this tiny little, not a kitten, but just a small cat staring at us like, yeah, what are you going to do? My chair now. <laughs> I'm like, cat, oh, damn it. Yeah. And we're like, oh, and we tried to get close to it and it just kind of got up and scampered off. Didn't like bolt, just kind of like, ah, I'm not in the mood. And uh, we started hearing like people are like putting like milk. They like crush up white bread and milk and leave it out on their porch for this cat that was just wandering the neighborhood, this little cute cat. And uh, one night, thunderstorming, right? And we didn't have real good air. We had like a window unit in, air, uh, in the house. We'd have good AC. So we had the door open to let air pass through. And we had the metal storm door with like the, the like kind of like textured metal, you know what I mean? And we hear, I hear this little. <laughs> and look out and here's this drowned rat of a cat just scraping her paw on the metal, just desperately wanting help. <laughs> and I was like, and me and my sister like immediately grab her and pick her up. And we're like, and my dad famously hated cats <laughs> his whole life. He hated cats. He had, he appreciated dogs. You know, my grandma was like a huge dog lover. And he grew up with that hated cats. Didn't see the point in cats at all. And we begged, begged him to let us let her, stay in the house and not out in the thunderstorm. He said one night and then the cat is outside never again. And we're like, Oh, thank you. So naturally we just immediately start playing with the cat in the living room, dry her off and stuff like that. And she was real sweet. Didn't say much, didn't make a lot of noise or anything. That's real, real simple cat. And then we had to go to bed. My dad's not bad. The kids are going to bed. I'm getting in the recliner the way dads in the eighties always did. Gets in the recliner, sits back to watch a scarecrow, and Mrs. King or whatever he's watching. That day. <laughs> And the cat immediately hops up onto his lap. The cat knew who it needed to. The wand chose the wizard. <laughs> curled up uh-huh. curled up in his lap. And he looked down. And my dad didn't know cats ever wanted to be around people. In his mind, cats <laughs> were just something that you took care of that hated you. And this cat laid right on him. So he's like, he kind of sits there. He deals with it. He's like, all right, all right. Puts the cat down. And he goes up to bed. He wakes, or he's not even asleep yet. And suddenly something right up on his stomach. He looks up and there's a cat looking right down in his face and it starts doing the cat dance. You know, that little, I'm going to lay down, but it's not comfy yet. I need to fluff you the pillow. Right. Just doing the little kneading the dough thing on my, right on my dad's stomach while staring him right in the eyes <laughs> and then curls up and goes to sleep on his stomach. Yeah. We had a cat for 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Wow. Mm-hmm. We took her around, tried to find Time her owner. Happens. We put it bad in the paper. We did everything. My dad had to do everything to let God take the cat away from him. <laughs> but when it didn't work, he didn't have the heart to take the cat yeah, away from him. Right. Mittens. It was her name. She actually had the, like the white paws, yeah. but like the dark legs. And we had her for like 18 and a half years. Wow. Yeah. She was, she was like a, a little pudgy cat who could kick anything's ass. <laughs> I saw her take on um, a German shepherd. It was a German Shepherd mix. It wasn't a full size German Shepherd. And she beat the tar out of that dog. It didn't, well, I mean, it just, she was a tornado. It didn't know what hit it. I mean, when she walked away, she was banged up and the dog was just scared. <laughs> <laughs> that she was a, she was a tough little gal. She was a cool cat, man. 
it's amazing how they have that kind of effect on, you know, again, I'm a person that I, I have no compulsion to have pets for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, they pull at the top, the heartstrings. Well, see, that, whether you like it or not, you know, like my dad all the way through college, Garrett claimed he hated cats. Yeah. And the second he got married and laid down roots, what he's happened? got a cat walking around his apartment. <laughs> Wait, mm-hmm. I'm talking about Ruth like that. I don't <laughs> Ruth's a cool cat, man. Oh, look, and I don't know what happened that caused this to and I was not I was not under the impression that it was something that was enforced by his wife. I felt like he was a willing participant and I want to know what changed. All right, Garrick, it's your turn. Oh, I got the cat for her. And that cat was a that cat was a dick the entire time we had it. Yeah, Fuck that so cat. I didn't change until I guess our current cat maybe turned me. Your cat's he's pretty act- cool because he's actually nice and not a dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Most cats are dicks. Now, I'm how just often saying. do you take your current cat and throw the cat at the dog? Oh, I don't. My dog's so old; she wouldn't even know what. When happened. your dog was a puppy, I witnessed you picking up the old cat and throwing it at the dog. Like, here, this is fun, and you threw the cat at the dog. Like, look, it's like a dog toy. That's, that's what they like to play with each other. Now she's my dog's like fifteen years old, and I can't she believe can't your dog's see or hear. Or yeah, she doesn't know where she's at half the time. Yeah, but she's so, been yeah, a sweet, fun. sweet dog for a long dang time. Yeah, she's the best dog I ever had, that's for sure. Yeah. How many uh, pets have you had in your, your lifetime? God, I don't know. It's hard to count. Uh, let's see. I had dog when I was a baby. I had a dog when I was a kid and a, two cats and like a whole bunch of hamsters because I could never keep them alive for very long. Yeah. A uh, bunch of fish. And now I just have one dog, one cat, and I just got a new pet today. Well, my daughter did. She's, Jeez. She, yeah, she got a worm. She keeps out back. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yep. What'd she name it? I don't know. She has a Wormy. name. But she's She's been talking Slimy. about this for like two weeks, how she has a spaghetti uh, sauce jar. And she wants to put dirt in it and put a worm in it and take care of it. Like, okay. So she, so she said, next time it rains, I'm going to go get some dirt and dig up some worms and put them in here. <laughs> so today it rained. And sure enough, she went out there and dug up a few worms. Oh, and it shook rained them in by there. you? Uh. Yeah, see how <laughs> must long they must be for. nice. <laughs> yeah. Instead of the two inches of snow we mm-hmm. got. Yep. Oh yeah. That's, that's true. Man, that's a worm. How do you take care of a worm? You just, well, I made her watch there. YouTube videos on how to take care of it, and it's not too hard. You just put them in dirt and chuck some <laughs> veg- in veggies dirt. in there every so often and keep it dark. That's about it, really. Wow. I learned something about worm keeping today. Yeah. People have worm farms because I guess uh, if <clears throat> if you feed them the right amount, they don't stink, and the soil they create is like super good for growing stuff in. Oh, yeah. So people actually have like large Rubbermaid containers under their sink where they keep a ton of worms and they just chuck all their like vegetable leavings in there. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Are you going to start doing that? No. <laughs> I don't want worms in my house. I don't like kidding? worms. worms yeah. Well, you know just, what they said about the cats. It might happen to you with the worms. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So Oliver, my cat, he's pretty, he's pretty chill. Your cat's pretty cool. 
I like that <laughs> he's cat. A, he's a big, fat, hairy chonker. Yep. Especially it's on the, the back end. Oh, yeah. He's mostly back end. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you, you look at him, you're like, oh, and you go to pick him up, you get your hands around his body, and you're like, oh, you're mostly fur. And then you start to <laughs> lift him. And you realize, oh, no, you're just 90% ass. <laughs> he, when he sits in the window, it's like a giant pear. <laughs> With a little tiny head on the top. It's great. <laughs> he's a cool dude. I, I like your cat because he's he's social, but he's chill. Yeah, he doesn't get up on you. He just wants to be in the same room as you. Yeah. And just kind of observe you. Yeah. Yeah. We. Um, I've had nine dogs and cats. But I've had a scattered amount of fish. I mean, we literally well, did, you have, get, did. You have nine dogs and nine cats, or no. did you have nine dogs and cats? A, 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 a total number of nine split between dogs and cats, mostly cats. Uh, I'm looking for a clear answer, here. <laughs> but uh, neither and both. Okay. What you. was the question? <laughs> um, I I got like literally a goldfish at carnivals, like chuck a ping pong ball into the goldfish bowl when a goldfish kind of thing, and then before we got a dog. Uh, we, when we had to get rid of our cat because of my allergies and she was also having a pissing situation like the dog did when I was little, my wife and I had this cat, we adopted her as a kitten and we had to, we had like, I was almost, I, I was the unhealthiest. I was as close to death as I remember being in my adult life. Like I was going to doctors, we were, I, I was going, taking all kinds of crazy medication. We we're trying to figure out what was going on. Cause my body was shutting down. It was the cat. I suddenly went from mild allergy to huge allergy. So we had, we'd been trying to find a family for her for a year and we had to rip the cord. And so we had to surrender her and that was like scarring. And immediately the wife wanted another pet and I'm like, ah, uh, you know, so we got fish and fish were okay. The kid was into it. Problem is fish, the little cheap ones we were getting don't last long. And so we we're constantly getting new fish and I was just like, I don't know, are we still into this? I'm like, if, when these ones die, let's just not replace them. And then the wife suddenly started begging for a dog. I'm like, okay, wait. Because my wife, my wife's father is a no pets, no circumstances, none, never, dude. And they never had any pets growing up, except I think my wife had like a fish. And uh, so I was like, you don't know what's involved. Like, you need to understand, you know how you like to just pick up and travel to Chicago for the weekend? No, that stops if we have a dog because you have to board the dog or someone has to take care of the dog. Like this is a bigger commitment there. It's more than just, you know, having a cat, which you can leave for a few days if you have to. But uh, I was really nervous about it, but I love my dog, man. She is the coolest little cucumber. Well, she's not cool. She's a hyperactive, crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> and when it comes to Garrick and Howie and Mike, especially... She, when you guys come over, she gets so damned excited and all she wants is to be in your face. I know. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is when you guys aren't around, I'll be like, Penny, get down. And she does it. She gets down. She behaves, <laughs> but she loses it with company. And it's just, I haven't had a lot of success training her because we don't always have company around. Right. <laughs> yeah. She, she gets her little toy scrap thing and <laughs> like jumps up on you and starts shoving it at you. Yeah. And here, here, try to get this from me. I dare she, you. Yeah. That's, she really wanted it. to watch clue with me. She really weeks. did. Yeah, yeah. She wanted to be all up on you with clue, but well, yeah, that's it, it her game. It didn't help that you had pizza in your hand. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. That's her game is here. Check out my toy. I dare you to try to take it from me. And if you don't try to wrestle it from her, she go, oh, 
you're special. I didn't realize. Here, I'll set it down so it's easier for you. Go for it. I'll I'll back away. Get ahead. And then as soon as you start to reach for it, she grabs it. She's like, oh, suck a fool. You're so stupid. This is what fetch is like for her. She doesn't want to drop. She'll dr- If you don't reach for it, she'll drop it. But the game is you have to get it first and then toss it. And then she'll go after it light speed. So it's mm-hmm. not the normal fetch, but I kind of like it. That's why I haven't trained it out of her. I kind of like the little wrestling match and fetch. And I like psyching her out because she learns when I'm like the different ways. I'll just like twitch real quick to make her think I'm going for it. And she'll grab it. And she's got this tiny little growl that, again, I won't train it out of her because it's hilarious because she's a little, you know, Jack Russell, tiny little. She's a runt, too. She's like two thirds the size of a normal adult Jack Russell. And she'll grab it and just. And it's hilarious because it's her trash talk. <laughs> and and I, I don't know. I, I get such a kick out of it, just psyching her out. And then she'll stop believing me and I'll see her. She'll put the toy down, but then like very softly set her paw on it. Like as if I'm not supposed to notice that she's already cheating. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, uh, I, I, she is really cool. She's, she's a really cool dog. She had a third birthday yesterday. We made homemade dog treats. Aww. Yeah. I've never done yeah, that and before. You made We're, your kid eat them. We're not homemade dog treat people. <laughs> I just, it was something that we could do together in the house, which, you know, I'm looking for activities uh, to keep us busy in the evening. Make sure you have plenty of room for activities. We had plenty of room for activities. Plenty of room for but, yeah, activities. We just, we, we had some oats. So we just uh, we made some oat. karate stuff in the garage. Yeah. There Were you, go. you sowing oats? We, uh, we made oat flour, peanut butter and banana. And we baked, we made, rolled it out in dough, used cookie cutters and baked them in the oven. And that's her special birthday treat. But yeah, I mean, it's completely edible. They don't taste good. But I'm going to tell you, How if do you, you know, if I tried one, if you nice. were starving, nice, if you were starving, like legit starving, this would be like awesome, <laughs> awesome food <laughs> for a starving person under other circumstances. Not as much, not, not so much, but I mean, it just tastes like peanut butter and banana a lot with less, but I mean, with gel, gel, gel. No, no. Almost. Oh, you can say it all you want. I almost tricked you. You have no power here. But let's try to trick you. Yeah. I mean, we've had so so many different pets with so many different personalities. You know, the cat that we had to surrender, she was like, when we got her, she was like the snuggliest thing on the planet. And then the child was born. We brought the child home. And this cat was suddenly afraid of everyone and everything at all times. And the child never wasn't even old enough to mess with the cat. In fact, when when she got when my daughter got old enough to want to play with the cat, she was very gentle. Never abused the cat at all. I mean, I had cousins who spun their cat around. Like my one cousin took their cat by the front legs in his brother's room and spun around in circles, holding the cat out. And the cat released a stream of urine that went all the way around the room. Oh, gross. Wow. This was considered entertainment by my cousin. <laughs> He's like, this is wow. hilarious. I made the cat piss all over your room. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, we, like my daughter was always so careful and so sweet and quiet. But Wednesday was the cat name wanted nothing to do with her or us at all. But yeah, she started like peeing all around like my bed and my clothes and stuff like that. And, practically killed me so that was cool yeah but thanks cat yeah but before that yeah we had a string of kitten bad luck with with cats uh after our 18 and a half year old cat we put sleep i went out and i adopted two kittens i was home from college i was living at home and i was gonna be moving out soon i'm gonna get i'm gonna get a couple cats my allergies weren't that bad and one of them he didn't know how to meow 
His name was Pip. He was a little tuxedo cat, black cat with the white shirt, like the white thing down the middle. He uh, he did this thing where he would, if you like stepped on him, because he would always bite my foot. Like if I'd rock back on him, he wouldn't make a sound. He wouldn't hiss, wouldn't scream. He literally, like a professional wrestler, would tap out. You would, you would like, I would like be standing there like cooking or something, and I'd hear <laughs> and look down and he's down there going, let me go. Just tapping furiously. He was a cool little guy, but just like randomly at like, I don't know, six months old, con- contracted some sort of blood disease and died. Like over the course of a, like a week, we took him to the vet and the vet's like, mm, there's nothing we can do. Wow. And then we, there was, I was working with somebody who had a litter of kittens and she said, hey, do you want one? I know you had a cat die a couple months ago. And I say, yeah, I'll take one. And the first, the other cat that I adopted was fine at this time, but we took this kitten and we had to go down to a wedding and we're like, all right, we're going to have her spayed while we're down at this wedding down South. And on the way back up, we call and say, Hey, are they doing okay? Oh yeah, she's okay. She's climbing the bars. We gave her medicine. Everything's great. We go to pick the cat up and we get home that night. Dead. Oh. And we're like, what happened? Cause this, this is a kennel and vet. <laughs> How did the cat die? Uh, we don't know. She was fine <laughs> earlier. And I'm like, well, what it's the so hell? If you kill my cat, do I mean, do I get a, like a free cat or a discount? <laughs> what happens when you kill my cat? And, Did you not uh, buy the insurance? Yeah, you there was the nothing like studio. that. And they're like, oh, we don't have. And then, but what I can't find out, I said, I'm um, so what happened? Like they looked at her schedule, like, well, she got her medicine at five o'clock. I'm like, how often does she get her pain medicine? Once a day. I said, when I called at one o'clock, I was told she just got her medicine. Was she given an overdose of medicine? Did you legitimately kill my cat? Like. I was getting mad. I think they did actually accidentally kill my cat because there was no indication of why she died. She just died. So is, I think they OD'd. So that's where there was a pause, if you will. Get it? In uh, Like our, the pause. Yeah. But that's when the cat that had survived the other two cats oh, dying. Oh, pause. pause. Oh, yeah. The cat that now survived the other two cats dying was Gidget. You guys remember Gidget, right? Yes. Gidget, mm-hmm. the most socially aggressive cat that ever lived. Talk to you all the time. And she never shut up. <laughs> she would talk like crazy. If you could be blaring like heavy metal music at top volume, she would walk in and want to like, if you're like slam dancing, she'd want to slam dance with you. If, I mean, I remember one time we had like eight guys in a room making noise, laughing, and she's right in the middle of the room wanting to jump up and, and be there. Like she, she was, thought she was a person. She thought she was a person. And if you talk to her, you say, hey, Gidget, what's up? Meow. Whatever, get it. Shut up. Like she, no, conversational man. tones she would respond to. And sometimes she'd just come in the room and start singing and it didn't sound like meowing. I was like, I'm like, what is wrong? What are you doing? Are you like a Disney princess? What is happening? But she was one of the coolest cats. She died the day my daughter was born. My parents oh. actually left her with my parents when I moved out because my, she, she played on my dad just like Mittens had done previous. <laughs> and at that point, he he had a mitten-sized hole in his heart. <laughs> so my dad, on the day my daughter was born, my dad was so happy and so sad at the same time. That man was on such a roller coaster of emotions. He took me down to the the lunchroom at the hospital and told me the news. And of course, I had just been through this giant debacle. My wife had had surgery and all this stuff. <laughs> I had no room to process this at all. I'm like, huh? Sorry, Dad. He's like, I just thought you'd want to know. I'm like, okay. Let me go back upstairs to my kid that's dying and nobody seems to want to acknowledge, which is a whole other story. But yeah, I mean, I've been on a wild roller coaster of pets, and I'm surprised that I'm not 
turned off to have it. Actually, I think if it weren't for my wife and child pushing to get a dog, I don't think I would have ever bought a furry animal ever again because of all that drama. Yeah, but dogs my, are way more high maintenance. Yeah, hairless oh, yeah. cat though. Are ugly. Ooh, I mean, you, but they don't so, fur. You, I know, yeah, but they're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> are they, or are they just so ugly and you like yeah, laughing at ugly you, things? Because they don't have any fur, so you got to put these little sweaters on them. <laughs> oh my god, that's <laughs> the best. You, hey, I got news for you, buddy. You can put sweaters on a fur-covered cat. What? No. Yeah, good now, luck with that. You're gonna have to go to the big and tall shop to get one for your cat, but. <laughs> Or just the big this and, tiny big little thing, a tiny, <laughs> tiny little sweater up top, and giant pantaloons. Yeah, <laughs> I've never now. See, I've never had a hamster, and everybody oh, that the worst. everybody that I've known has they had hamsters. Worst. I've heard the story in two ways. I found it dead when I got up in the morning, which is always yep. like Did that's you? happened to me many times. Or. <laughs> The ball rolled off the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that. That was it. Those things are made of, I swear they're made of wet tissue paper. They don't survive. No. But I've never had one. Like I don't I, know why they exist either. I had friends with like the giant hamster tunnels, things all coming out of the cage, stuff like that. Never saw a hamster get in one once. They had hamster wheels. Never saw a hamster get on a wheel once. Now, I have oh, seen man. them in pet stores on hamster wheels, but very rarely. Very, very rarely. So... Did hamster were hamsters actually worth having? No, they're dicks. No. Really? The, no. <laughs> the ones I I mean, some of them were nice-ish. They'd yeah. let you pick them up without trying to gnaw <clears throat> your finger off. At least the ones I had. Okay. Yeah, but th I don't think I don't think I had one longer than a year. Because they just to me, died. I'm blown away that you had one for a year. I don't know. I've ever heard. I don't one. know how yeah, long I, I had mine. It was not long. I cleaned out the cage, you know, yeah. and had all the tubes and it got the extra, it did the little wheel. So I got an exercise, but they just like find a way to die somehow. Like that's their whole goal in their little tiny lives to die. You're like sitting there, you set them on your little pitiful existence. Your little way. table in the corner of your room that you cleared off just for the hamster, and you've got seventy dollars worth of hamster cage, and it's all bright and colorful. And you're like, "Welcome to your new home." Your new death going, trap. I'm gonna level with you. All this is just me waiting for death. Like, like back in the day, you could get one. At a pet store for like five bucks. Yeah. So you have five bucks. And I, I had all the cool, I had a few tubes. I didn't have like a huge setup. You're like, all right, well, this one's dead. I'll go get another one, five bucks, bring it home. And like, literally like you, you wake up and you see that it's not in its cage and there's a big mound of the shavings <laughs> and you're like, okay. It's it dead buried itself. The At least shade. it had the decency to bury itself before it died. Yeah, <laughs> half of them do that. They just bury themselves and just die. I'm coming, it's, Elizabeth. <laughs> they suffocate themselves. I had I bought a pair because I had this great idea that I could get more hamsters out of it. <laughs> so I bought a boy and a girl. <laughs> you became a hamster. Oh, 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 oh. Aspiring hamster yeah, I, breeder. I, I got a breeder. Paying the five bucks to like the animal thing. I want to make my own. So yeah, I knew how that worked. I can try. It was one. an investment. Charged five bucks for these. You <laughs> get a boy one and a girl one. Like I, so, the the I get them. And your parents let you The next do this. day I wake up and the boy one is like buried dead, and the girl one's like sitting on top of the mound, like eating a <laughs> eating this a peanut house, or something. My house. I'm like, damn girl, did you at least get knocked up? No. Oh. He came on to me. I don't want to have none of that. <laughs> 
Oh like, I don't know what gosh. happened here, and I don't want to. That's oh, my brother. Man. There was like some serious <laughs> hamster fight club going on that night. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I remember all the names. I just I, I like I would go to my friends' houses, and they had hamsters, and they were just sleeping, one hundred percent of the time, just in the corner sleeping. I'm like, do you take it out and play with it? Not really. Well, they're not. What the hell's the point? So, What's that? So when you're trying to, they're they're mostly nocturnal. Yeah. So when you're trying to sleep, they're, they're in their wheel noise. going full speed. <laughs> you get them a little can of WD-40 and leave And then it they get out the and start eating you here. This sounds like the worst thing all night long. Ever. As a light sleeper my whole life, this sounds like the worst thing possible to have with a hamster in my room. They have these uh, wooden bars you you put in there, I think. Or, I don't know what they're made of, but it's to sharp or grind down their teeth so they don't get too long. Yeah. And those things are god awful noise when they chew on those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> oh my god! It's so like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Why does anybody have these? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They're terrible. You guys, any of you guys ever have a guinea pig? They're a crime against nature. No. no. Oh hell no! Oh, you know more about guinea pigs than I do with a, with an answer like that. I don't. Do that's know, another one do that know I don't the, understand. The noises they make. Have you ever heard a guinea pig? Uh I've heard uh, one that was not really in distress, what but does, vocal once. It how was just, does the guinea pig? It was like a, it was like a, okay. like a whooping sound. whistle sound. They go woo woo yeah woo boo. I can't do it. Like I was, I was hearing like a whoop 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 whoop. Yeah, whoop. but it they, that's their normal grunting oh, noise. Yeah. But oh, they have okay. like. It's like, ew, ew, I can't do it, but it's ew, super ew, annoying. Ew. Oh, now I got to find guinea pig noises. Yeah, I, it's and they do that all the time. Now, how do you I know this you as someone who pig. does not have a guinea pig? What was your, I, what was your guinea pig I exposure? I almost bought one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You sat there I, and listened I, to it for five minutes and went, you know what? Nah. Well, I used to live in a kind of rural, rural part than I do now. So people raised guinea pigs. Oh. So I had access to go over to people's house and check them out and gotcha. see if I wanted to get one. Yes. Oh, we got 13 seconds less of ad before we can hear what guinea pig noises are like. I, uh, yeah, all these marsupials, I had precious little exposure to, except for the occasional friend of the hamster who didn't do it. That sounds annoying as hell. There it is. That high pitch. This sounds like what happens when you don't blow into the Nintendo cartridge before you load it. <laughs> this just sounds like an old sci-fi and well, how computer sounded. <laughs> computer. <laughs> See, it's it's processing processing data. <laughs> you need to add a dot matrix. There oh, it is. Alert, there it is. That's, alert. that's it. I would snap that thing's neck in 30 seconds flat. <laughs> yeah. That would annoy the hell out of and me. And they, they like wow. don't stop doing that ever and, and, until they sleep, which Why is Why would when anybody you're not there. want that? <laughs> I don't, know, I don't understand. My and dog I, they, barely barks because she's been trained to stay quiet. Yep. <laughs> Can you train a yeah. guinea pig to not sound like that? Oh, uh, man, I don't know. Quiet down, guinea pig. <laughs> Quiet down, Gizmo. <laughs> whatever the dog, whatever. That'll do, pig's guinea pig. That'll, That'll do, do, guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm your guinea pig. <laughs> so, 
I, I I don't even know. I don't know how to wrap this one up because it's such an well, open-ended subject. Yeah, and I, I hadn't gone yet. So, um, how about I I wrap it up by saying I have some. I've had a few pets in my life, uh, a cat, a a hamster, a turtle, Shih Tzu, a, shi- a dog, Shih Tzu. Um, Love that dog. And uh, that's about probably random fish and things here and there. Uh, but I have some interesting, a couple interesting stories. Um, after uh, I moved out uh, of the house, the uh, Nikki was our cat's name. Lived a long time, but we had recently we had recently moved to another house, and then probably a year or two later, I moved out or whatever. I can't remember the time frame, but that cat it was an outdoor cat until we. <laughs> oh moved. yeah. And and we moved to a uh, house at a much smaller yard, and and in the neighborhood, and so my parents had to put uh, it on a chain. <laughs> cat on a chain? <laughs> Does that and, work? The well, chain was too it, heavy. The cat couldn't move. <laughs> the, well, it was one of those like plastic. Yeah, yeah. You know, plastic you know covered cables. Like yeah, when we put the dog exactly. When we, when we so put her out. Uh, <laughs> apparently. The that was long enough for her to get over the fence, but not get on the but ground. But not get on the no, ground. No. <laughs> Your cat committed suicide. Yeah, no. Unknowingly committed suicide. Oh, no. So my dad found her just dangling. <laughs> it was high noon. <laughs> oh, First no. time. Oh man, that was a- <laughs> First time. <laughs> Yeah, there was a raccoon dangling there, but still alive. <laughs> Little help. Oh, and the other. Uh, and oh God! How, how did I never hear that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's the other. That's horrible! I shouldn't be laughing. No, I, I, I find it funny too. <laughs> it's just tragically funny. Yeah, exactly. It's not like oh, oh ha ha. Gosh. That's but it's like oh wow. Oh my gosh! That's um, awful. And then uh, the turtle I had. Um, we had let it out. <laughs> we left a handgun near its aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> and put it out literally for probably 30 seconds outside to, we were doing something or whatever. And, it come, and we were all right around there, mm-hmm. but it ran off. Oh, it, 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 it found that turtle high gear. It's something. Cause we are looked, you in an OFT? We looked yeah. everywhere for it. Under the deck and all. I mean, did this you, is the point where we could actually get under the deck. And did you it. look at the red tail hawk on the roof? <laughs> That's the only thing I could think of is something found it and took it away, or it got lost in the grass. Because we at that time we lived in a three acre, yeah, uh, uh, place and uh, and it got lost in the grass and you just at some point couldn't cover the area and find it, mm-hmm. especially since it's green. But uh, so that's my other. I've seen freaky videos of turtles like when they feel like super threatened or whatever, like that high gear. Like they can, they can go. Yeah, they can get up and move. They just choose not to because they can't sustain it. Yeah, but it's like I didn't know that until recent years, and I was like those videos, like turtles jumping, snapping at cameras and stuff. And of course, whoever's holding the phone falls backward. Yeah, and so it makes it look even more dramatic. <laughs> and it's like, holy crap, that's scary as balls because yeah. you don't expect it. Yeah, they move when they want to. So, yeah, I've had, 
apparently God didn't want me to have pets. <laughs> so I did love your Shih Tzu, though. That dog had yeah. the quintessential Shih Tzu derp look. <laughs> where, yes. where she'd stick her tongue out and it would be oh, like yeah. crooked sticking just barely out, out of her mouth yep. and that was parade rest for her yep all the time <laughs> yeah <Dirt. laughs> she was a good dog oh, she was yeah. she was she was i that dog she had high energy and de- never every time i came over wasn't sure about me at first <laughs> It was the dog. Just never, like kids. Yeah, pretty much exactly <laughs> like your kids. The dog was like, I've seen you, but win me over again. <laughs> and so I'd sit down and I'd play with it. And then yeah. she'd chill out. She'd be like, yeah. all right, we good. We good. Next time I come over. No, it's been like three weeks. Yeah, I, don't I don't know, know what the hell changed. you are. Yeah. You smell different. But yeah, your kids are the exact same way with me. Every time I see your kids, they lose the ability to speak for a half hour. <laughs> but they just curl their hands up in front of their mouths and stare at me and giggle. And yeah. then eventually they start coming around talking yeah. again. Nolan's kind of getting over that. Oh, Nolan, yeah. your youngest, he's already. Oh, yeah. He doesn't give a crap. No. <laughs> yeah, he'll shake his booty everywhere. <laughs> but so, yeah. Yeah, man. Pets. So you're kind of resigned no animals from uh, this point uh, out. Right, right now. It's I mean, it's possible in the future, like way in the future. When you instead of having five kids, you have none kids. Yeah. But yeah. even then I'm like, I don't I I've t- I've taken care of enough of them. <laughs> you've, you've done your, your civic I've, duty. That's right. I don't need to take care of another animal who is a constant child. Like dogs, especially they're it's like a child who got to a certain point and stopped developing and they don't get older <laughs> eh, to some degree. They so, don't know how to go they don't, in the potty. They don't take quite yeah. as much eff- effort as a young child. But yeah, but I mean, you, you literally have dump to, food on the floor. If you do that, the CPA shows up. they can't make food for themselves. So you have to go out and do that for them. And yeah, uh, they occasionally get pissed off and pee and poop places and. Yep, they tear things up when they're pissed off too, and mm-hmm. sounds like my say my, my kids. So. Yeah, I'd say your kids probably tear up a lot more than my dog does. <laughs> she's kind of past that. Phase. Yeah, well, what, yeah. I my guess dog's three years old. Up. She's old enough to buy Barkahol. Oh, there. Yeah, she's twenty-one true. in dog years. Yep, that's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. yep. Pretty soon she's gonna have doggy auto insurance and be able to rent. rent, yeah. rent nice. a doggy. You can't. Car. Ta- you can't claim her on your. Texas now. Should be able to vote for the dog president this year. Mm-hmm. That's true. And in all states, she can buy doggy cigarettes. Yep. So, yeah. Coming of age. That's really, they grow up so fast. Little stinking runts. That's right. Speaking of stinking runts. It is probably time to wrap this up because Howie's got to go drop a stinking runt. Mm. Yep. So it, no, I have to go to Taco Bell. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> I already had mine for the day. I'm spent for a month now. <laughs> so, hey, uh, wait, you guys, you, you enjoy the podcast. Go give us a nice little review wherever you find the podcast. iTunes, Stitcher. I don't know. Are these do iTunes and Stitcher even exist at this point? I, I have not updated my nomenclature in six years. Let's just assume, assume they do. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, give do us those good reviews. Go to Twitter at FlyCasual1138. Follow us there. Join us on Discord. You can find it on the Twitter bio. Oh, you go to our website at betterkind.com and find the link to Discord there. We're yeah. taking show ideas from the gang. If there's certain stuff you want us to talk about, look into, expose us to, or whatnot, just Gross. go in and pitch it right there, and uh, and and we will entertain it. Uh, we really like having conversations with you guys. 
It's a lot of fun. So if you're not in on that, please join us. It's a blast. Uh, Also, uh, YouTube, um, Facebook. Dot uh, com. Zynga. MySpace. Zoom. (laughs) Zoom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we gotta get on the get on the Zoom. We gotta get reading the facing together. And every time I I know I'm officially old because my wife's like, "Hey, I'm gonna be busy for the next hour. I'm having a Zoom meet up with some of my coworkers." I'm like, "Why? It's evening." And she's like, "She's like, I don't know. We just kind of miss each other." I'm like, and I I had that moment where I'm like, "God, you're a child." Wow. I just, <laughs> I've never missed a coworker in my entire life. Yeah, I I, I think fondly on some. I, I assume they die. And I got come one that shows life. up here every other week. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> when I get off work, they're dead. And then when I come back the next day, they're alive. So I, still, I don't know what they yeah. do in the meantime. <laughs> they just wander around the afterlife, shambling about looking for meaning. Yeah. What was that uh, Microsoft iPod? Zoom. 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 Yeah. Which yeah. I thought when people were saying Zoom, yeah, that like it word. was that Microsoft had taken the Zoom name and used it on something else yet again, because they've done that before. It yeah. was, it originally was just like that iPod thing, but didn't Zoom become like a service after oh, that I'm point or something? Sure. But yeah, that's what I thought it was. And then I found out, oh no, it's a company. And then someone squawked, it's a Chinese owned company. They're going to get your germs, take your business. And then I heard someone say, no, it just has a Chinese investor. Not it's an American company, and now I, like I don't how, know what's true, and I don't care. I like how when that came out, it became like the punchline in every sitcom to have a Zune mm. something. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's when the Zune came out, yeah, that's that very was true. I was on the uh, I was on the iRiver train. All right, yeah, yeah. I hadn't jumped fully into iPod Land because the iRivers uh, had enabled FM chips, so you could right. listen to FM radio and you could record FM radio. I had a Memorex something or other. <laughs> yeah, I, my first one was a Creative <laughs> Zen. A creative. That's what it was. Creative. Yeah. Yes. I had a Creative Zen. My first like two two and a half inch hard drive one was a Creative Zen yeah. something. There was a, one more. But yeah, that one it didn't have any slider controls. It just had the no, the rocker knob on the side, but yeah, it had the screen like the iPod did and everything. Yeah, that was back Free Jack, back when you just like went out and you like open up your computer and just like type steal in. all the music. Yeah, you just literally went went to whatever your your uh, search engine of choice was back then, type in the name of a song, and it was already downloading it onto your computer. Like, yeah, it's fine, it's all free. Don't worry about any of it. It's legal. <laughs> <laughs> the old, the it's old a gray West. area. The it's over international waters. Yeah. The internet. Yeah, yeah, we're routing this through the Netherlands. Everything's good. That was a thing, right? I don't know. In the meantime, I'm Corey. Over there's Mike. Ninety nine. Over there's Howie. Uh, woof, woof, woof. Over there's Garrick. <laughs> wow. My, uh, guinea pig impression there. You know, at the bottom of the stairs, if you open up that hamster ball, you know what you find? Jelly. That's <laughs> 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 Big ball of jelly. Mm. Hamster jelly. <laughs> <laughs>